Hello nice. and welcome to episode 22, holy shit, of Loudy yeah. Plus 20. We, uh, we have our second guest, second guest now that I think about it. Our uh, special friend, Gabe. Yes, Gabe, one of our, our longtime friends. Hello. Hello. Yeah, hello. And, and to introduce nice to yourself. Here. I'm excited to, uh, I'm excited to chat with you guys. My name is Gabe. I don't really do much. Um, I don't really have anything to shill or anything. <laughs> um, I'm just excited to talk about stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's plenty to talk about, good lord. Yeah, there's been some stuff. I I will also say technically Tristan is our is our first guest. He's just been here. He's been here <laughs> I every never last. Guest, I never left. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, but, you know, I I think we all have a pretty good dynamic together, so I think this will be free. Yeah. I think that that Hell should yeah. work fine. I uh I know yesterday we were like getting stuff ready to to start like, you know, Hey, when's everybody ready to to record? And then Gabe was like, "Hey, Matthew Perry died." Oh no, that was me. Oh, that was, no, that was you me. that posted it. Yeah. yeah oh cause, wow. Cause I I I, so, I, I noted was... that Gabe, Gabe made a very tasteless joke that was quite funny. Um. So I was uh, I, I was gonna make a comment that maybe it would have been it would have been funnier if it was David Schwimmer. I mean, honest to God, I it would have been funny on multiple levels actually. We were on a break, he says, as he's about to try. Yeah, Apparently no. the final, um, so Matt, Matthew Perry died, I guess, um, was it Saturday night it was, then? Uh, it was Saturday night, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he was found in his pool, and apparently his last Instagram post was him in his pool. So, that's a shame. That's, yeah, that's sad. Yeah, it uh, as a longtime Friends fan, this is one of those ones where it's like, kind of like um uh, when when Michael Jackson was you know announced as dead, and it was like for with Michael Jackson for several years, it didn't feel quite real. Even though I wasn't like a Michael Jackson fan, he was just such a name that like five yeah. years later, I'm like, oh yeah, Michael Jackson's dead. That's so it's weird. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like Robin Williams. Like it's it's just kind yeah. of difficult to believe. Really. It's like an institution. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember I knew people who up until 2018 thought that the Michael Jackson death was a hoax. They still thought he was oh. alive, just that he'd retired and that everyone was saying it as a joke. Oh. And I had to break it to them and they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, yeah, it's been like six years. I don't know what to tell you. It's been, it's been gone for a while. Jeez. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess the last, the last one that was like, I don't know. This is one where it's like it's probably not that in terms of celebrity deaths. I guess it's like probably not the most impactful for like a lot of people these days. But I don't know. A lot of people my age definitely spend a lot of time with friends. The last one for me that was like a, a, a hit me as hard as this was probably like I don't know. Like even even a David Bowie maybe was uh, was yeah. probably it. Like I didn't watch, a, I didn't listen to a lot of his stuff, but it was still that was one that was like, wow, can't believe it. Yeah, un, 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 unbelievable. But then it kind of it's like, you know, people from on uh, some the the first death from a uh, celebrity death of who was a, a star of a very popular '90s TV show, uh, like. I don't know, it just kind of signifies the passage of time in a way. Like, 
Yeah. We're, you know, we're all getting a little older. Like, wow, I didn't think that this would happen to somebody who I watched for years, but like, yeah, happens there's, to the best of us. There's a lot of them recently. Like, um, just that's the same week there was Richard Roundtree who was Shaft. Yep. Oh, jeez. Also, yeah. Yeah. Didn't even hear about that. That one. That one was like, oh fuck. That that hit me hard. That was one. That's one where um, like, there was also. How, how old was Richard Roundtree? I think by the way. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was yeah. eighty-one. Yeah, something like that. Um, there was Piper Laurie from Twin Peaks. Yep. Uh, yeah. That was like a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, and like it's I don't know, it's one of the Dick Buck kiss. Oh yeah, the football oh, player. With, that guy whose best... name a lot a lot of people only know because his name is funny. The <laughs> yeah. best yeah. name ever. Yeah. <laughs> Rusty um, cunts baseball. Um, yeah, I don't know. October's been uh, been crazy. Uh, same with September. Um, mm. I don't know. It's a shame. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, probably gonna be rewatching some Friends at this point, and maybe even playing the Clonoa game on the Wii with my pants down around my ankles. Yeah, he had, he had a lot of tweets Chad. about Clonoa, which what a Chad, what a <laughs> goddamn legend. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, mean, I love how he called it a I mean, also, disease. famous star of Fallout New Vegas. Yep. Oh, yeah. What yeah. in the goddamn, that's what I thought. What in the goddamn? Famous star of the weird movie, I think it was called 21 Again or something, where yeah. he body swaps with his, his teenage son, Zac Efron, and starts, like... Doesn't he, like, hit on his daughter or something? No, his oh, daughter winds up oh, having a no. thing oh, for no, him. No. What, what, what happens is he he becomes younger. He doesn't, like, body swap into his son. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he becomes who he was when he was 17. Oh, so it's oh, like the Family Guy episode again. with Peter at Meg's school. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it, it's it, it, embarrassing. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's weird, this... weird movie. Uh, I think it's I think it's on point. Uh, it, it, just like Spider Man, everyone gets one. Uh, I know when, when I heard about it last night, I was thinking because he uh, I know that he had like a lot of uh, substance abuse uh, abuse issues uh, throughout the years that he was uh, on Friends, especially. I don't know if it has uh, if it evolved in any way or if he you know kicked that after the the show. But uh, I know my first thought was like, oh, did something happen? Like you know some kind of drug thing. I, don't yeah, know. I think since they... 2015 he said he'd been clear. Mm. Like, yeah. so that, there, there was there were they said there were no signs of a foul play or anything, so I think it might Yeah, and no, mm. no drugs were found. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's very unfortunate. And yeah, again, it, it's a shame at least hopefully it was quick. That's the best way I can. That's the best thing I can say, really. Yeah. Well, uh, who, who, who wants to talk about vagina beer? Yo, let's go. Oh God! Oh God! Could that be any more of a cho of a topic change? That is, <laughs> that is the best topic transition I've ever seen. God. I, I um, love just whiplashing people like that. When I saw that, I thought it was a joke, and then I realized Dang. that it was amaranth, and I realized that it absolutely wasn't a joke. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me see if I can pull up the article. Um, it sucks because amaranth is like kind of funny. Oh, and like see, usually pretty chill, hilarious. but Jesus Christ, she, she, she's a businesswoman. Huh? 
Um, the the specific that. brewery, from what I know, specialize in this. And so oh, yeah. each of their beers uh, are like named after the woman that they took from to make it. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, trying to find nice. so, so basically really? it's using um, va- her vaginal yeast, Amram's vaginal yeast for um, beer brewing, which is, it's possible. Is it yeah. gross? Entirely, yes. Probably, I yeah. I mean, I don't I know. Where, that. where does regular yeast come from? Good question. I think it's 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 like some kind of bacterial thing. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm just wondering a... how much more yeast. like impure this would be. I don't know. Single-celled microorganisms classified. As yeah, I was gonna say yeast is a that. yeast is a fungus is a very very right. small fungus that can be used to activate um, different foods in order yeah. to you know get the desired effects. Mm. The thing yeah. that gets me about this company is that the women that they've chosen and like have worked with, they have like articles on them on their website where they catalog them as <laughs> this is them deities. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the, the this this one here is is called the Order of Yoni. So I mean, you know, it's, it's got kind of that. Oh, look at us. We are spiritual kind of deal going on. Oxygenate your womb space, everyone. <laughs> Make sure to do it twice close. a day. So, so yeah, the, um, the three current... Uh, there's Monica here, which... Um, yeah, she's hot. But why, don't you, why don't you read us a little bit of, I, of, yeah, tell, of what tell, they tell, say about Tell us Monica. about Monica. I, I shall. Delicate, passionate, intoxicating. The quintessence. Oh, I mean, she is being made into beer. Yeah, the quintessence of Slavic beauty and charm. Her mesmerizing look and flirtatious eyes make this woman hard to resist. Relishing in Monica's essence, uh, will give you a moment of subtlety and will enable your thoughts to drift away from monotony of existence. Let her become your muse. So this is what killed Matthew Perry. Jesus Christ! I can't believe it. (laughs) Honestly, honestly, I, I think it might be. I, the one that gets me is uh, Patricia, where on the website, the start of her little blurb is a symphony of sex appeal and sensuality, and at the same time, pure temptation enclosed in a bottle of golden delight. And then they once again highlight her Slavic beauty. Buddy, um, we're talking about beer here. Like, what are you doing? Melissa's clearly trying to sell to temptation. The, what? You know, the simp like the the actual like one percent of hardcore third like third tier simps that give these women like a million dollars a month kind of thing, which is not common, but there's like enough it's like whales in an MMO, like it's not a huge demographic, but you can still they're valuable enough that you could probably just yeah buy your deities uh fluids it's great the the amaranth beer will sell like crazy it yeah. will, oh, yeah. will. no I, my question is monica and patricia are they also streamers or are they just like uh, beautiful w- models like models there's also uh, a third one polina which does not mention any form of slavic beauty which nice restraint i, I gotta give them that um but yeah, hers, hers here says, just to finish us off here, a combination of angelic appearance and diabolical temperament. Frey, obrey, feisty, and immodest. The embodiment of the most <laughs> daring dreams. Her self-confidence <laughs> and phenomenal beauty make it impossible to treat her indifferently. The aroma of her intriguing body captured in this amber drink will allow you to rise up to the heights of fantasy. 
Yeah, no, I... I don't like that. I don't like that at all. If, if you buy this, you should be bullied. I, I'm sorry. This woman is diabolical. Yeah. I mean, well, I wouldn't blame the women as much as the yeah, oh, company that's doing this. Yeah, but then, yeah. but well, then Amaranth did the choose to... Yeah, I'm sure they are, but it's just, uh, I don't know, it's the whole industry that allows this to be profitable, yeah, I no, guess. If, if you buy this, you should be bullied. But... Yes. Frankly, if you make it, though, you should be probably praised for your smart business sense, because, oh, yeah, you, you know... Oh, yeah, you're going to be rich. Yeah, it's not like that... The, the good thing about this, it's, it is disgusting, but it's like, it's not scamming anybody who isn't, you know, kind of deserving of being, like, fucked up. I don't know. Like, it's not even a scam, really. It's like, it's, I don't know. It's kind of just free market capitalism. The people that will buy it will buy it, and the rest of us will, will not, I guess. The rest of us will make fun of those that did. Yeah, like yeah. Fallout it's first. System. Yeah. What's that? Um, have... yeah, no, she, she's also sold farts in a jar before. Vad made a, uh, you, made a lot you, of money. You, you cannot convince me that that was not just fart spray. Oh, huh. 100%. But again, I, I respect. Uh, I don't remember yeah, that, but I, of course, I remember the bathwater from uh, Belle Delphine. Yeah. yeah, she also got in on that too. I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, smart business, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, I, I will not be buying this. I don't like normal beer to begin with, so. Uh, yeah. I don't think you need to tell us that you won't be, but actually. It's yeah. Bane. Never mind. Be, Never mind. It's you. Yeah. yeah it's it you. Be, yeah. The rest of us. Yeah, that goes without saying. Bane would put Avengers on his top ten games. So. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I yeah. That, that's, that's that's true. He's he, top he ten games that. of this generation. Yeah. Yes. So so far. That's not. That's not better. You can qualify it down to top ten live service games, and maybe that's the only thing that won't be embarrassing. I don't know. I mean, and even then, having ten live service games that you like. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey. I mean, Halo kind of counts. Kind of. Yeah, hey, I mean, Infinite just got a good forge, so. Yeah, I do. Once I, once, I, once we upgrade, my, well, once, I, once I upgrade my PC at least, I do want to start getting into some. It only Infinite took, what, two port. years? Yeah. Year and a half. Year and a half. I, honestly, I'm with Chris Raygun. They should have unreleased it and then brought it back. Like that would have been yeah. You know what's amazing is so I've been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate three and like I'm in the last you know the last act I'm in the last two hundred hours of the game or so, yeah. um and and I'm realizing like I've been watching some reviews and they've been saying like yeah people are a little disappointed with the endings and like the third act people think that there was some you know there was some stuff cut and oh it could have been better yada yada I mean I I think the third act is my favorite but I'm realizing that. Like, oh yeah, Larian is gonna probably put out like a single player expansion to this game faster than Halo has like Infinite. The ten year campaign fucking platform of Infinite that was yeah, supposed to have yeah, like absolutely. single player upgrades and all this stuff. Like, where's the next Master Chief campaign, you know? Like the next story in that. It's the same with like the Avengers, it was supposed to have all of these new heroes added. And it's like it got like two or three, and one of the big ones was Spider-Man, which I didn't even realize came out. 
Yeah, because it was PlayStation. PlayStation exclusive, and apparently, at least according to, I think his name is Bisley Channel, he he played all the Spider-Man games, and he played that, and he was like, man, this just sucks. Like, apparently the, the movement of Spider-Man was terrible in Avengers, so, like, as far as that goes, they kind of botched that a little bit, and, like... You know, they had Black Panther, I guess, but I, I don't know. It's just like, yeah, these these like live service games come out and they they claim that they'll have content for years, and yet I can easily see like Baldur's Gate three DLC dropping, or even like Starfield or something, well yeah. before any of these fucking things. Well, well, I mean, like, Baldur's so, Gate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say like Starfield. Well, that one's got something planned. Like that's got a new oh, yeah. quantity. But, um, yeah. like Baldur's Gate, Larian have already added in content within like a week of launch. They added in extra stuff that they had been working on, but didn't have out in time for release that added um, epilogues <laughs> to certain companion character stories. Like they did that within like a week or two because they were already working on it and they, you know, yeah. they just didn't rush yeah. that stuff in for launch. Yeah, the majority of players were going to take like hundreds of hours to get to the, a lot of that content anyways and uh Exactly. You know, yeah, no, but it's like I don't know, it's just funny. It's like I I had this realization playing it like, wow, yeah, no, they're probably going to have like full new content locations, the like full game length DLC update thing. And I mean, maybe by the time that's even announced, there might be like Halo Infinite Story DLC 1. You know, I've also I've been playing Spider-Man too, which I'm sure we'll get into a little bit. But uh, that's another one where it's like, oh yeah, I could see them definitely making a DLC based on this. Like, you know, they made them for the first game too, and it's like, oh, I could see this character getting a DLC focus, and and yet like that's again a single-player game. It doesn't even have any multiplayer component or anything, and it's like I could see that coming in the next year or two. Whereas where the fuck is like Babylon's Fall DLC? Oh nowhere, obviously. Yeah, nowhere, and also fuck you. <laughs> I mean, that's the answer. Alan Wake Two already has a full roadmap of planned, like expansive yeah. DLC updates and tons of other stuff, and that just came out. Yeah. But it's not that they're, like, rushing it out. They just have it all planned out, you know? Now, do you guys want to talk about Alan Wake 2 a little bit? Because I know I very little about the first game. Uh, I adore Alan Wake. I I haven't played the first one in a long time, and I really want to play the second one. Uh, Alan Wake 2, I have, I, I'm about, th about three or four hours into it. Because I'm, I'm trying to, like, slow burn it, but also trying to finish Spider-Man. Yeah, me too. Well, it's like, I'm, I'm so close to the end of Spider-Man, but I want to play more of Alan Wake, but I want to finish that. So it's been yeah. that kind of, like, toss-up. Yeah, that, that, the... that, that, that was me with fucking Yakuza Ishin, <laughs> Resident Evil 4 Remake, yeah. and then, uh, no, I almost, I almost said Breath of the Wild 2, Tears that's, of the Kingdom. That's been this whole <laughs> year, basically, has been some oh, yeah. level of, like, yeah, I'm multi-playing, like, four different... Games at once. The, yeah. the the literally the only reason that I that I'm not in that position is because I ran out of money. Yeah. See, I because th this was going to be this is my like three week stretch of games between Spider Man Two, Alan Wake, and then COD with the early campaign. And there's gonna be um, Lad Gaiden. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yes. 
that, that's coming out. Um, uh... And I've got fucking both of the new side-scrolling platformers of the year, which I've been also playing. Like, God, it just never ends. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, there's a lot of games I've kind of pushed off that I'm kind of waiting for Black Friday sales for, kind of hoping that they'll go cheap. Yeah. Well, I mean, I certainly, I definitely paid for both Sonic and Mario, so I agree, I agree, it's best to wait on a sale for those. Well, then, like, Blasphemous 2 comes out in, like... Oh, Oh, God, it does. Is that not already out? No, it comes out in, like, four days. Uh, The new RoboCop game comes out in, like, four days. Yep. That's wild. Talos Principle 2 comes out in, like, four days. Uh, Nick Nick All-Star Brawl 2 comes out in, like, a week. Yeah. Um, uh, truly the game of the year right there. Although okay, at least this one has like can, it has voices this time, right? They've added they've had voices since like the end of the last game's run. Oh, okay. Um, Persona 5 Tactica and Super Mario RPG come out the same day. Oh um, god. Jesus. By the way, Which I have news relating to that. Same day that The Walking Dead Destinies comes out. Who's okay. excited for that? You know, I considering the, the no, track what? record what? lately. What? I, I totally want to see what Game Mill's going to do with that. Wait, uh, is that the th- is that going to be the third Golem of the year? It might oh, be. yeah, do you not know about this? I mean, like, I had heard that there was uh, going to be a new... Well, no, I knew... I think I saw a video about the fucking Walking Dead NFT game. Uh, is this going to oh, be no. worse than that? This might be worse. This might oh, be no. worse, yeah. But this might make that NFT game look amazing, because it's made by a game... Oh, that- no! Uh... Like, I I don't know. This is such a cool year for games where like we have all these exceptional titles, and, and then also like three of the worst games <laughs> in the last decade. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, and then there's some like underrated bad ones. Well, uh, underrated bad ones too, because I remember Charlie saying that the new Avatar game was also made by Game Mill. Terrible, uh, or at least published by them or whatever, yeah. and so they mainly publish, yeah. Yeah, there's also like it was, uh, there's another one, the Jesus game. Yeah, oh, I am I'm Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah. Well, also sure speaking of this year, speaking yep. of Jesus Christ, there was also a new M. Dicky game recently. Yes, although uh, I, I, I kind of like M. Dicky games. They're goofy, but yeah, they've got their own thing going. When on. you actually like get in and play them, they're actually kind of fun. Yeah, the hard times like very unique for sure. Yeah. No, I saw a guy that the thing recently has been comparing this year to 2007. I think we said that in terms of like honestly, game at this point, it's it's gone past releases. 2007. Yeah, it's starting to feel like it. I mean, shit. I saw somebody saying that there's no way this year is as good as 2007 because the overall state of gaming with like live services and stuff coming out unfinished and like Spider-Man 2 having to have a Twitter post that says, hey, the game fully releases all of its content on the disc. Isn't that crazy? Like, so they're saying like it doesn't this doesn't count as like a better year than that because of all that. And I think that that's kind of valid, but all of just the individual releases and like the trending in a certain direction with like like everybody's saying Baldur's Gate 3 in particular is like a huge one because no microtransactions and then same with like Armored Core 6 and you know fucking Tears of the Kingdom and most of the big stuff this year has been single player. Yeah, I mean the Resident Evil 4 remake technically doesn't have that stipulation but like 
you can play through it perfectly fine and several people did without spending any extra money so i feel i feel like yeah. that counts too it's it's literally just people who don't want to fucking play the game they want i'm just trying upgrades. to think of like what other years rival what we've gotten this year and off the top of my head i'm thinking like 2015 2016 got... was really yeah, good too. 2015 and 2016 because 2015 we got metal gear solid 5 witcher 3 bloodborne undertale yeah um Fallout 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 2014? that was wait what no 2015 oh, okay yeah. and then 2016 was Doom. dark souls 3 yeah, fallout 3. 4 uncharted 4 Overwatch persona 5 1. inside um, yeah, and then 2017 also was like the Switch, Mario Odyssey, uh, Breath of the Wild. You know, there was some some big stuff in 2017 too. So. Yeah. An actual Cuphead, new Bomberman New York game. Amida, Re- Resi 7. Yeah, Resi yeah. 7 was great. Um, I don't know, like, it, I feel like people... Yeah, the last few years have been plagued by a lot of things that made them feel terrible. But I feel like we've been on a pretty consistent streak of just like good stuff coming out year after year after year. Like, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, and all of the stuff that's like, you know, again, like Forspoken or like a Babylon's Fall or some shit, it comes out and everybody makes fun of it and then doesn't buy it and then it, you know, fizzles out and it's remembered only for like occasional YouTube videos of somebody making fun of it. Uh, same with like an Avengers or something like that. Like these, you know, they've been trying to trend in like this big money mobile gaming direction uh, the industry has, but like most people have just pretty much rejected it. And yeah, yeah again, everything that we're seeing this year is like Spider Man 2, big single player game, Baldur's Gate 3, giant single player, well, co op game if you want it to be like Zelda single player. Like, what has been, like, a big multiplayer? Like, I guess uh, Mortal Kombat and yeah. other fighting uh, game stuff. Yeah, fighting Street games. Fighter. Bigger than that, yeah, yeah, Street Fighter. MK1 has been, like, a success, but I don't think it's been as big of a success as Street Fighter was. Street yeah. Fighter yeah. Street Fighter 6 was people, big. It pulled in yeah. people who, like, otherwise wouldn't have played it. I'd say the only other multiplayer-focused ones, maybe, like, Diablo 4. Yeah, Diablo 4 was a, pretty big. As a um, multiplayer focus. Counter Strike 2 has um, been pretty big lately. I'm trying to think what else. Payday 3 fell off really hard. Yeah, Payday um, 3 was rough just in general. That's a shame. Yeah. It's that's kind of one a of those. Well, because Payday 3 and also CSGO 2 oh, uh, or whatever. 2. Remnant 2 also has been, been pretty yeah. good multiplayer game. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Payday and Counter Strike are both like long awaited. Not even like long awaited, but like wow, there's a sequel coming out to this after all these years. Wow, uh, for those to not be like doing very well is is interesting. Oh wait, we oh. got Ghost Runner two this year as well. Yeah, also that's I'll, I'll give I'll give some credit to Exo Primal. That's, that was a lot of fun when I played it, but I haven't played it since it came. There's out, also so. there's also been a lot of smaller releases. Like uh, let's see, we got. I mean, Jet- Hi-Fi Bomb Rush. Rush Cyberfunk. Yeah. Bomb Rush yeah. Cyberfunk. Dave the fucking Diver looks really Dave good. Dave the Diver is fantastic. It. I love that what game. What is that? I haven't heard of it. Oh, it's it's the one where you play as like the sushi chef. And so you alternate between uh, going into the ocean and diving for fish and then cooking meals. It's it's really fun. Oh, yeah, it's a really just, like cozy cool. game. 
There's um, a Pizza Tower. Liza oh, P. Yeah, Liza P. Uh, fuck, there was one that made me think that there's more good games and I forgot it. Like, oh, um, the, the Metroid Prime remaster. Yes, yeah. that was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, in a year like this, it's like easy to forget about like remasters and stuff, but some of them, some of those are also worth pointing out. Yeah, yeah so well, some of them are notable enough to be separate from the original game. It's like as we're talking about it, I'm thinking, and I'm like, oh yeah, Starfield came out this year. Yeah, <laughs> and then I remember like AC6 came out, and that was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Dead Island 2, which uh, its first expansion drops on the second, which. I will be there for. Of course you yeah. will. I like I mean, it. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, the year has been so packed. Pikmin 4. Yeah, Pikmin 4. The oh, year has been yeah, so Pikmin. packed. Pikmin Dude, 4. O o Octopath Traveler 2. Yeah, that was great, yeah. too. Oh, my God. I, forgot that. I actually did forget that. Came Here, this year. I was just going to say, like, it's been a year. Not even, like, like, Pikmin 4 has been anticipated for, like, almost a decade or something. Uh, and it finally comes out, and and it just gets like basically swallowed up in the hype for other things that are about to come out. So it's like, yeah, oh yeah, AC six. Everybody was super on board for that, and then it came out, and then just like, yeah, I guess that's cool. It's one of the hundreds of cool games this year. I kind of forgot it existed. Yeah, a little bit. It's wild. Um, Oxenfree two was also really good. Uh, FF sixteen. Yeah, that like, came out too. Oh god, there's yeah. So much stuff this and I liked all of these games. Like to some degree or another, like I didn't love Starfield, but I enjoyed it, you know. It's not like yeah. I thought it was bad. Like I mean, it's, it's a good year. It's funny you mentioned Lies of P and like that was one that I was I haven't played it in a while, but I was playing it and I was really enjoying it. And you mentioned it and I'm just like, how did I forget that also came out exactly. just recently? Uh, like that wasn't like AC six. I played a little of, but that was one that I was like deep into. And yeah, until you mentioned it, I'm like, oh yeah, why is it P also? Yeah. Darkest Dungeon two got its full release this year. Um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor got its release, and, and that's that's yeah, that's playable now too. Yeah. Oh, and how can we forget Redfall? Oh yes, of course. That was yeah. this year. That was this year. It was uh, Redfall, Forspoken, Gollum. All wonderful oh. games. Yeah, we all loved dearly. Was, was that February of this year? Or was that last year? Yeah, I think it was, was March. That was March. That was March. I think it was pushed yeah. to March. Um, yeah, okay, oh, the, um, that's one yeah. I forgot this year. Why is the Doctor trending? And the Advance Wars remakes. Those were really fun. Yeah, that yeah. too. And um, and and don't forget that it's like not gonna end because next year again the the beginning I think it's the end of um, January into February. There's that one week where there's like what is it Persona Three Reload, like uh, Final Eight. Fantasy Seven Reload or whatever like Dragon Eight, uh, Tekken Eight, um like three or four other things that week alone suicide squad game which yeah. you know whatever but like that's so one what of what you're saying is <laughs> be some kind of suicide suicide squad the video game if you look at from the start of january to the end of february there's alone in the dark the new prince of persia the new undernight game like a dragon eight tekken eight 
Grand Blue, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy is getting its relaunch. The Jujutsu Kaisen fighting game is coming out. Persona 3 Reload. Suicide Squad. Helldivers. Um, FF7. There's so much stuff. Dude, you forgot, you forgot the Tomb Raider remakes. Remastered. Yeah. And then next year, we're also getting Black Myth Wukong. Um, Avowed. Fucking Arc 2. Not that anyone cares. I, um, I still do. I, I think Arc 2 is like a crypto Bane. scam. Okay. I no, thought you were going to say that you were 100% no, down and ready for no, Arc 2. That is, I don't that know is with a you sometimes. Crypto scam. <laughs> Um, will never come out. Well, Little wait. Nightmare Three is coming out next year. Is it? Um, oh yeah, it is. It was recently announced. Yeah, Plucky oh. Squire, Hellblade Two. There's oh, so yeah. much stuff. The fucking Hogwarts game came out this year too. Yeah. We all yeah, entirely yeah. forgot it. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I'll probably play it eventually. Well, Wolf Among Us Two. That's next year. S- seriously? Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah, that's like uh, public domain or, or whatever now, right? What do you mean? Wolf Among Us? Didn't that go? The, 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 guy, who, the oh, guy who made the thing. The author of Fable, it, yeah, yeah. Apparently, yeah. apparently it's not. Apparently that ain't how it works. Apparently oh. he just doesn't have. He's just uh, kind of pissed. Yeah, mm. I, I completely understand. Yeah. Yeah, which, understandable. Alright, um, so, um, you know, you know what else, co- you know what else came out this year? What's that? City Skylines too. Yeah. We we, we want to talk about these fucking teeth. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We do. So. <laughs> so. Uh. Apparently. Oh my god. City Skylines. Well, well you know, City Skylines two ha- absolutely has performance issues. Uh, apparently. <laughs> one one of the reasons is because it uses high poly mod- models for the civilians, which includes their teeth, individual yeah. ass teeth. For those that don't know, of course, this is a very far distant view, top yeah, down city, city management game. Yeah, and you're by, not. By, by the way, just one one of one of the reasons that they said that they weren't going that they weren't shooting for 60 is because it's not needed in a city simulator game mm-hmm. and, mean, and and mean meanwhile they have meanwhile they have fucking high poly models with individual modeled teeth for the civilians walking around yeah that's yeah. i'm pretty sure you can't even zoom in far enough to be able to see it you cannot not unless yeah. you mod the camera yeah what? Fucking, that ain't that well, great. That's, that's, that's just nonsense. Cool. I mean, I I keep mentioning it, but Baldur's Gate three, when you like zoom in the camera to a dis like very close up, it'll load in like nicer textures and stuff. And then when you zoom it out further, it you know real time will yeah will the, the LOD the, it. The original post that uh, shows this says that there's no LOD. Yeah, there is no LOD. Yeah, yeah I mean, but um, City Skylines has been around for when when did the first game come out? Oh geez, 2015, 2014? Yeah, it was around then, yeah. And they have like hundreds of expansion packs. It's like The Sims now, where there's yeah f- fucking hundreds of them. Um I don't know. I think that the first one is pretty well Yeah, twenty fifteen is so almost uh, almost a decade ago. I think it's like pretty well optimized. 
there are 62 available DLC packs for City Skylines 1. Wow. Yeah. Some I, of them uh... are tiny, like just little bonus things, and some of them are like proper expansion packs. Okay. So well, it's the same as the like Sims. Radio stations for you yeah, some, yeah. Some of them add like big mechanics like oil and stuff. Yeah, uh, the Sims will do like the full expansions that add like new mechanics and new and locations, then, like, and then packs. like just bullshit with some furniture and clothes or whatever. Yeah. Perry. <laughs> now you can turn into a werewolf or whatever. I'm a werewolf, bitch. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, like um, K-pop station, pop punk radio. One yeah, of those sounds like good. Bucks. Yeah, I. I tried playing City Skylines. I never really got into it, but it's a shame that this new one is. I mean, I don't know. The whole sixty-something fucking DLCs makes me wonder how you know focused on making a good game they were. It is a good game. I, I've played a bit of it, and okay. I like it. Uh, well, even even just default, it's you mean the original? Yeah, the original. The original. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I, I mean like sequel, with this I'm one, like, I I don't I know mean, if they were super focused. Like, mm. yeah. For from this for the sequel, I think it's just they there are there are some things that they cut out, which a lot of people really aren't happy with. But they also yeah. did things like you know improve road stuff, so where you can like it's a lot easier to make yourself a custom road now, which that's okay. cool. You'll need a mod to do that. Well, it sounds a lot like the Sims thing where, you know, a new Sims game will come out and it's like, yeah, they removed all the stuff that we had to buy those expansion packs for and now they they're going to sell it again. Pools. But they they gave you the ability to like high five or low five a person. So I Wow, mean, you can do things hell, evil man. now. <laughs> God, Sims 4, when I first played Sims 4, I... I I was like uh, initially a little a bit a bit like impressed. I was like, "Wow, there you, there's a lot of little things you can have your sim do and whatever. You can really personalize your sim's like experience or whatever." Yeah, I think the uh, little moon and, things are really cool. But then I realized yeah. like it's basically all just like a fun little animation that just does the same thing as something else in place of like a bunch of shit like the the Sims 3 overworld that they take away for like the flash game interface that they have yeah. for the neighborhood. Yeah. I don't know. Sims rant. There you go. They're going to make they're going to make a Sims 5 and I just wonder how like how they can make it worse than 4 like cuz they will probably I mean, easily. Find They'll find a way. Life uh finds a way. Um I mean speaking of gaming as well, Tristan sent a a screenshot here. Oh yeah. Of- <laughs> I love how many people on Twitter, specifically people with blue check marks, are like, oh, I remember playing this Super Mario level when I was a kid. Yeah, um, and it's 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 very clearly a Mario Maker level. From 2019, yeah. Yeah. And um <laughs> there there's there's this one fucking all right, so um this 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 comes from a, a video on uh at history and memes, which really really great name <laughs> so uh it's like only six people in the world have ever beaten this level in super mario and it, it's it's that it, it's it, it went viral a couple times where it was like you know super mario maker 2 it was basically one one but with a whole bunch of like fire spinners yeah i think it's called wall of fire yeah that sounds familiar 
but like <laughs> one of the comments it's fucking hilarious it's it's a blue check mark and it's a deep fake gif of elon musk doing like that thumbs up kid thing Brent rambo it says yeah uh, i bet one of <laughs> I bet one of them was Elon Musk when he was 2.76 years old. <laughs> the dick riding just is like, insane. Are they just hoping that Elon... Because the thing is, they're probably right to do so, hoping that Elon might, like, name search, and then just like, oh, thank you for... Because they, they didn't tag him. They just said his name. So yeah. the only way that would actually lead to... I mean, maybe it was just for them. It wasn't for Elon to see it, potentially. It was... <laughs> Them this privately worshiping, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. even more sad. Honestly, listen, yeah. Listen, we can't make fun of somebody for their faith. Okay. <laughs> we, we you can, can make fun of somebody for dick riding. There's a there's a, there's a there's a difference. Yeah, it's that's true. Hot hog glazing. Christ. <laughs> uh, so um, I have a couple couple fun bits of news that I really uh, enjoy. Uh, I accidentally I accidentally clicked off and flipped one of them. That sucks. Uh, so the Resident Evil uh, the the RE engine that Capcom has uh, oh, yes. is getting a successor. It's called the REX engine, and given that name. <laughs> if they don't remake Dino Crisis or do a new yeah. Dino Crisis on it. Yeah. What the fuck are they doing? Well, it re- the we'll Resident Evil. Too. That's what we'll get. Is, is this. Um... Uh, please, no. <laughs> I, want is the... I want Regina. Is the Resident Evil. Um, that that engine. Is that the. Like a follow up to the MT framework one from that the old days? Kind of. Kind so this of, is yeah. like. Okay. So this is kind of a revolution on that. I remember people were always super impressed by mt framework not only for yeah how smooth uh dmc4 was but also dmc4 on pc ran like fucking magic i don't know how they did it i mean it still looks good it's such a clean and polished looking game it's it's mt framework is such a good engine and the other one was uh dragon's dogma which doesn't run very well but it's like it runs pretty good for... for open world yeah, they did what they could with it, and it does. It it, it works for for it. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. I'll also no, that's throw, that's uh, cool. Like Dead Rising one and two in there. Yeah, is that also on there? Okay. Yeah. Uh, honestly, yeah. all the Dead Rising games run MT Framework. MT Framework reminds me of like a like a renderware type of engine. That's like you know, it's it kind of feels like a that generation of engine. Yeah. Yeah. The other big uh, like hope i'm seeing i don't know if you want to call it a cope uh is that uh because now they have the rex engine they'll remake resident evil code veronica x uh because it's rex uh we can we can only hope we can only hope well they don't they they skipped code veronica didn't they yeah yeah uh yeah they skipped it for for the one that doesn't need a remake too that's the that's the real um real re4 yeah yeah yeah, but people don't like it because of the puzzles are kind of bad, right? Is that no? The puzzles are good. It's just a bit. Mm. Yeah, this the story could use a bit of work. It's kind of silly, and also it's really hard. Oh, like not not like you know, it's not it's hard, 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 hard. It's not it, impossible. It's just it's compared to like 
yeah, compared to Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 and all of the other ones, it's the hardest of the bunch. Maybe mm. besides like Resident Evil 0. Interesting. Yeah, but basically, it, it's it's also weird with the difficulty because it could also be really easy depending on what you do. Like, if you save up explosive uh, bolt gun ammo, the rest of the game is going to be pretty difficult, but the final boss is going to be a fucking cakewalk. Hmm. It's it's it, it's it, a little it unbalanced. Yeah, it's it's a bit unbalanced. Okay. It's I, I like it, but it, it needs a remake. It it needed a remake more than two needed a remake. Well, have they been doing? Have they been doing story alterations in these new games? Uh, yes. Bit. So in two, Code Veronica, people don't God, like the I stories. Can, I I could I could talk on for ages about how the remake of two story wise is just worse than the first one. Like the, oh, really? not, not not the first remake, but like the original Resident Evil Two. Yeah. Because uh, in I'll, I'll I'll do this succinctly, and if I keep rambling, stop me. Uh, uh -huh. But um, the original Resident Evil Two had an A and B scenario. Uh, when you there was a Leon disc and a Claire disc, and whichever one you put in first, that was the A scenario that you played. Uh, the typical accepted canon is uh, Claire A, Leon B. But um, different events happen in the A scenario, and the B scenario. Like, you're not going to be repeating the boss besides one instance where it's the same situation. You're on the uh, the elevator with the car on it. Are these the... happening at the same time? Yes, yes. They happen oh. at the same time concurrently, and the the events are, like, specifically tailored to not intersect with each other unless they have mm. to. Like, Leon will meet up with Claire in a room and then they both go their separate ways and do different things. Right. Uh, the remake just straight up repeats a lot of things. Like you fight the same Birkin boss twice. You fight the same, you know, you fight Mr. X and he dies the exact same way twice. And you see it like from Leon and Claire. And it's the same. Like it's not, you're viewing it from a different angle. It's, Leon and Claire have, I guess, I guess fused into one being <laughs> or something like that. Mm. It's, it's, like it's inconsistent. The exact cinematic and everything. Yeah, it, it, it's inconsistent and really messy. And the original clears in that regard. Because, Jesus. Yeah, like, but tank controls and PS1 models, icky. Mad, mad because bad. Next <laughs> question. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. They they do have um, the uh, RE2 and 3 GameCube versions are, are out there. And yeah. a it's a little weird because they're clearly like too ugly for the GameCube, but they're 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 interesting. I played a little of them. They upraised a few things. But um, yeah. if, if you if you want to play the originals, I actually recommend you uh, rip your own wink wink. Uh, versions of the GameCube ROM and then go to and look up the Resident Evil uh, Seamless HD project. No. Uh, they they use like AI and some hand painting to upscale every single background in the game and it looks fantastic. Man. Oh, speaking of uh speaking of uh fan projects, uh you guys aware of Ship of Harkinian? Uh I am not. No. I don't think so. so. No. It is the uh, it is a PC port of Ocarina of Time using the decompiler project. 
Oh shit. And it's it's pretty good. I have an old version and it works great. And doesn't hear this. Oh no no no! I don't think they can do anything because it's it's it you they they don't they don't provide any files themselves. You have to use your own ROM. Yeah. And you have uh, to use a specific version too. Okay, but um, the Harbor Masters, who are the devs of Ship of Arcanian, have released a fun little teaser image of what's coming next. And let me add the VX in front of Twitter because that's a stupid decision that Elon Musk made. Copy that. Copy that. Copy that. To ship to Harkinian. Oh wait, I have seen this. Huh? Sorry, I, I took my specific image. Yeah, it's Majora's Mask. Yeah. So they're they're working on the PC port of Majora's Mask now. Uh, Majora's Mask is eighty nine percent decompiled. So that is that is a really good thing. Wow, well, that's wild. We'll be able to play both of the sixty four Zelda games on PC and you know. uh, and Mario too. Yeah, Mario too, and uh, I believe, I think they're also working on a Pokemon Emerald PC port as well. If not, they've already made it. Weird, because Emerald's one hundred percent decompiled. Wow. Actually, let me let me look because I have the uh, decompilation projects bookmarked on my phone. I have the bookmarks. That's downloads. I can't read. <laughs> That's I, I did it again. I did the same thing twice. What's wrong with me? All right, so that's the Zelda RET. That's uh, Zelda64.dev for anyone who wants to uh, look along with me. Ocarina of Time's 100% decompiled. The port's up and it's ready. Majora's Mask is 89.7% uh, decompiled. They're actually working on uh, the original version of Animal Crossing on the 64. Wow, that, fucking holy shit. The Minish Cap is 98.7% yeah. decompiled. Oh, I love yeah. Minish Cap, dude. It's Wind more Waker. decompiled than Majora. Yeah. Uh, Wind Waker is 5.66% uh, decompiled. Twilight Princess is 36.41. And sadly, Breath of the Wild is only 16% decompiled. How is Breath of the Wild more like further along than Wind Waker? I think they only just started Wind Waker. Mm, okay. So wow, that's really interesting. I mean, yeah. So eventually, once once these once these games are decompiled, eventually someone will release a PC port. Yeah, that's. I mean, and what can Nintendo do about it? Because it doesn't seem like much. they can really do much. It's Zelda sixty four dev. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we want to get into it, but Nintendo has been doing quite a lot to clamp down on people's fucking human rights to live oh. and express themselves. Yeah, we should, we should talk about that. <laughs> so uh, I heard about this from Hungrybox. I heard about but, uh, it from uh, uh, Castle Super Beast. So uh, Nintendo's been changing up their uh, their tournament guidelines. Ain't that funny? Oh, they, they sure have. Nintendo, notorious lover and supporter of tournaments. Yes, of course. They 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 love and support all of their fans, no matter what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um the lowdown is basically they now if you host a Smash tournament, you cannot 
exceed the tournament setup costs when it comes to how many admission fees you take in. So if you take in more money from admission fees than it costs you to set up the tournament, you're breaking one of their rules. So um, you, by design, have to lose money on the tournament. You can only break even. Yeah. Well, you uh, have to break exactly even. So, yeah, which is, uh, which is wild, because, like... If you go over, they ask that you return the money to the uh, Jesus Christ. Nintendo, the corporation, steps in asking people to redistribute the wealth. That's great. Really funny, yeah. really good, really based. Also, now you can only run a tournament if it is running on legal hardware. Oh. Um, so if you want to host a tournament of that 64, sucks. you have to have a like untouched an, an Nintendo 64, 64 a, and a working 64 an at original, the location. Yeah, an original mm -hmm. Smash Brothers cartridge. You can't use any Everdrives, can't use any emulators. Well, no. typically they don't use emulators anyway, but um, no Everdrives. In order to host Jesus tournaments Christ. to have more than 200 attendees now, you have to have a license from Nintendo, which thankfully seemed to have a really quick turnaround. But if you don't have a license given to you by Nintendo, you cannot have more than 200 people attend your event uh, participating as uh, competitors. That's Jeez. really weird and dumb. But I wonder the, how long it's going to take them to go back on this. The big main thing is the food and drink thing. Yeah, right? that mystifies yes, that me. as well. Yeah, that's like where, where is it? Competitors need to eat too. People need to eat. Yeah, they're apparently not allowing you to sell food or drinks, and I've seen people. I've seen people in like comments talking about this saying. Um, yeah, like if they could, uh, like if if people circumvent this, they will just say not to even provide for free food and drink. Yeah. So um, it says here, what are some of the tournaments that are not that are not permitted? And the last on the list is tournaments involving the sale of food, beverages, or merchandise. <laughs> oh, also insane. Jeez. Uh, one of the other types of tournaments that's not permitted anymore are restricted tournaments. So say it's a, uh, a subscriber-only tournament for a content oh, creator. That that's sucks. not allowed anymore. Um, you cannot have it where someone has to subscribe or pay to access your tournament. Um, so you can't have like an official tournament that's patron-only. Mm. Among other things, it's crazy. I don't. I. It's. It's insane. I. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo. Why is Nintendo like this? Why can't they just be a normal company? I mean, they pretty much hate. You know. The, they, the they tournaments. Hate they hate their fans. They hate their fans, and a lot of what they choose to express, how they choose to express themselves. Uh, yeah. You know the tournaments. It's like taking Nintendo's games out of the context they want them to be played in, and they are very irrationally upset about that. And uh, I don't think that they are able to just straight up, outright say nobody is allowed to play our games at tournaments. Yeah, so because, they're just because, doing because... everything they can to make it as impossible to do that. You know. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, here's the thing. I'm going to read this directly from the from the listing. Because the other big one is the names of tournaments and any art like advertising. Yeah, that that one's a bit silly. The names. names of community tournaments may not contain Nintendo products or IP such as Nintendo's company name, logo, product or service names such as game titles, names adopted from Nintendo games such as character names. Uh, this includes any shortened or modified uses of Nintendo trademark made trademarks uh, or IP. Other than referencing the game name to indicate which game is being played at the community tournament, community tournaments may not make use of Nintendo trademarks or IP, including logos or character art as part of community tournament activity. Um, so, say you have, I don't know, Super Smash Con. If it's not solely dedicated to Super Smash Brothers, you cannot call it Super Smash Con anymore. Which is so incredibly dumb, but is this happening because Nintendo is afraid of the Smash Brothers players being like smelly child molesters or whatever? See, that's the thing. I don't think they would do all of this if it, if it wasn't. I think they'd just be like, "Hey, uh, Smash is bad" or something like that. Something you know. This allows oh. them to keep things closer tied to themselves and what they want their community events to be like yeah. um yeah well they're worried that it's going to like if they have mario in the thing people will think that it's an official nintendo tournament or something i guess yeah there yeah, one, of, one of the stipulations think... is that you can't have it yeah you have to say like this is not you know run by nintendo or something like that not yeah. yeah, you have to have on on any website listing about your event, you have to have a link to the Nintendo community guidelines that they released doing all this. You have to actually directly link to that and write somewhere. This is not an official event. I mean, that is at the very least reasonable with, with the with at least the not an official event thing. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I, ha I have to know what like led to this like what horrible fucking tournament experience did either like somebody at nintendo have or like maybe they heard about something happening and they were like no we can't have any of that and somebody like, somebody beat shigeru miyamoto and smash <laughs> and he got mad it was I, toby I, fox yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that was sacrifice sacrifice chill no, you know that you know that Toby Fox snuck one in on on uh, Miyamoto. That would be so great. Just dropped <laughs> a copy of Undertale at like every location he goes to. Was a little secret. yeah, it's his calling card. First the Vatican, now Nintendo. Um, well, but wasn't that Matt Pat? It was Matt. Yeah, it was Matt Pat. True. Matt, yes. True. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, Nintendo, um, I, I don't know what they're trying to protect them, their IP from at this point, necessarily. Uh, like, I don't know, the people that are going to a Smash tournament, I think, usually are going to know that it's not, like, an official thing, but, um, they just, I don't think they have any real, uh, uh, respect for their, their people. You know, they're, they're fans, and I don't think they have any real... I don't know. They're just very... They're very strange. They're very evil. They're it's... silly. 
Well, yeah, it's a silly kind of evil. That doesn't seem like it has much of a purpose a lot of the time. Well, most of the d weird decisions they make are things where people can't even puzzle out why, like, in a business way, they would choose to do the things they're doing. But yeah. they sure do. Yeah. Absolutely. The, uh, the Smash community is certainly taking this really well. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't have this on hand, but I saw a clip of Hungrybox saying, We should form a religion. Maybe <laughs> some some very you know weird shit non, non for profit status that way they can just yeah. do it. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's the only way for true protection. Oh, so uh, then the holy war against the brawl people will start. Of course. Well, I guess it's a sad day for any Mario mains in the audience, or not audience, but in the in the crowd in the armies then. Because, uh, sadly, I have to, I hate to break it to you all, but Mario is, uh, feminine. I can't uh, believe it. Mario is, uh, a femboy. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. Oh, is this about the pronouns? <laughs> no. No. better than that. Oh, God. Um, yeah. So, one specific guy, literally a one-guy moment. Yeah, um, one guy. <laughs> He tweeted out that Mario Wonder getting a bigger budget and focus on the animations and making them more like expressive and cute and charming is all an effort to uh, to feminize Mario. Yeah. So um, so someone said uh, the initial tweet that uh, launched a thousand ships, saying uh, anyone else launched this one guy's ships. Says, uh, anyone else think the big end is trying to cutify Mario? Compare the stoic, serious hero from Super Mario Brothers U to the cartoon goofball from Wonder, which is certainly a take. Uh, you know, uh, Mario from Super Mario Brothers U looking kind of like a clay doll that somebody is just posed in different ways, while you know, Mario U Mario Wonder looks like an actual animated character which is really cool yeah there's two specific ones here from you where he has um it's like he's ground pounding and his face is just in this like default mario shape like you know nothing special about it every different pose shown in the top image from wonder Mario's got like a slightly different expression, like a slightly different smile or a determination face or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. someone qu someone quotes readed that saying the most base statement, honestly, dropping the truth bomb to Nintendo fans that Mario is a cartoon mascot aimed at children. Yeah. Yeah. And then the main character of our story, this smart, go. smart man. Who, by the way, has an avatar of a uh, Kermit goatseeing his asshole. Cool. I actually think that's kind of funny. <laughs> but uh, he says, uh, that doesn't excuse making a traditional man appear cute and feminine. <laughs> what a guy. I mean, if you've seen the pictures like of Mario from... From Wonder, everybody knows that he's cute and feminine. Everybody knows that he's got um, the the fuckable little little ass. You know, he's he's yeah. he's yes, a little he's a little piece in that Everyone's game. Nobody's gonna vision. deny it. Yeah. He's uh, basically asking for it. So I mean, this guy has a point, really. 
I took so, one uh, second and looked at his Twitter, and he also said that they made Mar- uh, they made Mario a feminine submissive in the Mario movie. Uh, I, thought, uh, I thought the Mario movie was based. I thought it wasn't political. I thought um, it was red pilled and not woke. Yeah, what am I missing? The quartering lied to me. How dare he? <laughs> Uh, this wow, this guy's Twitter replies are awesome. Actually, I kind of love this. So uh, I'll, I'll go over the tweet that uh, that I saw that uh, Justin Wang retweeted, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's hilarious!" I need to talk about this. Uh, so the same guy, I think, uh, quote tweets that says, "Huh?" Which accurate response? Yeah. And your boy, <laughs> Goatsy Goatsy Kermit himself says, "You heard me the first time." Just look at this shit. And he posts an image of Mario from um, from the new Mario uh, RPG remake. <laughs> and he says, see, look how cute we can make Mario. He isn't masculine, vomit emoji. We're just like Western company, nerd emoji. Disappointing coming from Nintendo. <laughs> my man, my man wanted Mario. Man. Let me get, get the image. My man wanted Mario to look like this. <laughs> I think I'm gonna put that in the thumbnail. Yeah, I, uh, get her done, Mario. I think I love this guy. This guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, he's arguing with Five Nights at Freddy's fans for saying like, eh, I mean, fans seem to be enjoying the movie, and he just goes, "All Five Nights at Freddy's fans have just come out of the womb, so they won't be watching." <laughs> oh shit, he's right. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and then a woman here said, "I have more cake than Chica." And all he said in response is, you're ugly. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, yeah. to be fair, to be fair, she has one like, he has two, so I think she, Twitter she's has She's also spoken. 19. <laughs> That's how Twitter works. I think this guy's just a shit poster, but it is it is kind of funny. I mean, it's a it's a take to, to yeah, make, yeah. It's an incredibly stupid tweet. I mean, it's it's there's layers to it because it implies that he's looking at Mario and just fixating on how adorable and cute he is. Which, to be fair, in RPG especially, he does have like the super deformed, almost like he's gotten micro proportions. He's like classic Sonic, but he's Mario. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Tristan. Cheatified be- um, is a curse. I mean, speaking of uh, FNAF, do yeah. do we want to talk about FNAF? I have uh, a thing specifically about that to talk about. Go yeah, for I got I got some stuff I want to talk about with it, but uh, yeah, I've seen I've seen the movie. It's uh, I'm done with video game news, so y'all go ahead. It's pretty good. It's exactly what a FNAF movie should be. Well, that's good. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm gonna hold you to that. Um, uh, my, I, I will not my... spoil any cameo, though. I will say that. I, I, I do. Know I do know wrong. what you're talking don't, about. Don't, yeah. don't say it for anyone who hasn't seen it. But yeah, we 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 know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, um, what the one the people the. the I'll, 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 I'll post let me, it. Let me, let me let me make a time. You note can real quick. you you one can maybe them... just put it in the Discord or yeah, something. I'll just, yeah, I'll mention oh, one. They're mention they're one. in it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'll mention one because it is in the trailer. Yeah. Um, not that uh, one, Claw. Corey Kenshin, the cameo, I've seen that, and that's a cute cameo. That's a yeah, that's, that's an actual Corey charming Kenshin cute cameo. cameo mm. um, hmm. uh, Markiplier was meant to be in it. 
Yeah, um, but he uh, but he's in the Iron he's busy. Lung movie. Well, yeah, because he's he's directing, writing, producing, and starring in the Iron Lung film. So he's yeah. been a little too busy. <laughs> Which, um, honest to God, respect. I'm that has me excited because yeah, yeah, Iron Lung is. I, I'm I'm not sure how you could make a movie from it, but it's it's really cool. Plus, it's I mean, it's cool going Mark for it. Plier is like he's one man showing it. Yeah. Shit. He's putting a lot of effort into it because he loves Iron Lung. Um, he's making a theatrical released R-rated Iron Lung film. Okay. Which, hell yeah. Like, um, well, you know, I hope it works out for him. It's gotten two teasers now, and they're both really cool and atmospheric. So, what exactly is Iron Lung again? It's like an indie game. Yeah. Yeah. You you should play it and not look into it. Look into uh, it. Honestly, God, yeah. One of those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, the line without saying anything major. It is uh, it, you're basically in a in a submarine. It's a it's an atmospheric. Yeah, game. submarine. Mm. Um, Deep fear for the Sega Saturn. It's, well, no, it's, it's, it's literally good. the Ocean Gate sub experience video game. <laughs> yeah. Unironically. Yeah, it was made by the dev who made uh, Dusk. Yeah, he's cool. He's super cool. He also made Squirrel um, Stapler. He did. He made Squirrel Stapler. Which uh, I, 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 think we should I think we should pitch ourselves for directing that film. <laughs> I'd be up for us as a group. I, I, I would love to make a Squirrel Stapler film. Are you kidding me? You know what? Well, all of us will do it, and I won't even have played whatever it is, and that'll add a, an element of spice to it. So, just I, I mean, um, you can work with a title alone, Squirrel Stapler. Yeah, you make it into like a B movie thing where it's the squirrel uh, suing the tool company that made the stapler. Uh, the thing as as long as God about... comes, we're, we're, we'll be fine. Comes or comes? You know, comes. both, really. Um, God is coming. Uh, the thing I wanted to talk about with the FNAF movie is my favorite thing to come from it, which is Jason Blum's really pathetic tweets. Yeah. Um where he's like, he posted the Rotten Tomatoes page where it has a 24% from critics and a 90% from audiences and circled the positive audience score and said, thank you. You guys are so passionate and amazing, uh, you, you uh, which what? is a really <laughs> funny image. I, I respect the shittery of it, you know. Uh, but the other thing is he just started tweeting like, Herm, I'm really wondering if this will be our greatest opening ever. Please go see it in the movie theater so we can break our record. What a guy. Uh, I mean, he, he knows what he is. Un he unrelated does. to anything but a little, uh, a little uh, tiny update. If anybody uses the emulation site CD Romance, it's a really good site for like uh, English translations and stuff. Uh, they actually just released the PS2 version of Friends, the one with all the trivia. Uh, Ooh, and wow. I'm assuming that the timing was probably, you know, uh, a thing there. So if you want to get your Friends trivia on, loud equals funny uh, people. Just uh, that's a little thing I, I thought you might, you know. In, in Matthew Perry's honor, however, comma. yeah, you would never want to do that for this um, like forty-year-old PS2 game. But I mean, admittedly, uh, though, that is kind of shitty. Wait, what the fuck? There's also a game called Friends Seishun no Kagayaki, uh, a, a visual novel for the PS2. Is this? Oh, oh it's unrelated. God. It's not the I was same thing say, at all. Not, not, 
That's not what you think it is. I, I, yeah, I'm it's funny. Fucking, um, I don't know if you remember seeing those uh, screen caps of the uh, Seinfeld. Fucking. Oh, that novel. was a real game, yeah. Seinfeld. Wait, that, that, oh god, I gotta find that now. Yeah, um, Vinny played it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's unrelated from the TV show Friends. Yes. Um, but anyways, I mean, the the FNAF movie. Out. Yeah, I don't know. I I think it's very funny. Of course, there was the the fight that broke out at the FNAF screening. Uh, someone came in there saying that Matt Pat was right, and someone came out in there saying, you know, Matt Pat was wrong, and everything went oh, sideways. Oh no! Oh, and, you know, Matt Pat was clearly right. He's you know, yeah. Wait, what did he say would happen? No, no. It's just it's you know oh. the people with their FNAF theories. Yeah, he's got the oh, <laughs> I see. Um, the game theories. Thanks the other for big watching. Things, the other big things have been uh, the people bringing images of Markiplier to screenings and putting him <laughs> on the posters and on the standees. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, people people sure. stealing the Five Nights at Freddy's standees as well. That's been big. There's been some really good uh, security cam footage sped up of people just superhuman speed running away with a Freddy Fazbear under their arm. I mean, um, not, I'm not going to condone thievery, however. I'm going to um, condone thievery, that's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. People are already making uh, Matthew Lillard, Stu Mocker, uh, William Afton, uh, like, thirst trap edits on <laughs> oh, Twitter. no, um, I don't condone that. That's uh, funny. Leave Shaggy alone. Leave Shaggy alone, indeed. Um, I don't know. This whole thing with the FNAF movie is so weird to me, because I think if it was on any service but Peacock, it would be earning less money in the movie theater, but no one knows that Peacock exists, so yeah, everyone's and, and the, the it, not knowing the people that they can who, watch it for free. <laughs> yeah, the people who do know that Peacock exists are like, what the f- uh, no, fuck Peacock. Uh, I mean, look, I'll, I'll say this, Peacock is... Until they renew uh, Twisted Metal for the second season, fuck Peacock. The moment they announce that, then okay, Peacock can, can stay around for a little bit longer. I mean, what else do they have? It's on Peacock. They have Peacock the office. Has, like the office. And I think they still yeah. have it. Don't know. Well, they yeah, don't. Yeah, because they're making anymore. the new office. Yeah, well, because because Paramount well, but is owned by Paramount. Doesn't Netflix have the office again? I swear Netflix, they do. Netflix and, I thought Netflix in Canada might. Netflix in Canada does. In the yeah. U.S., uh, it's on uh, it's on Peacock, yep. and then of Pe course they're going to uh, be making Peacock's, the Office Peacock's reboot, which will be it for you guys goes to Paramount Plus. An Office yes. reboot, Jesus. Yeah, they're Christ. they're bringing back the Office yeah. as a Peacock straight to streaming series, which. Um, you see, you, you don't really need to make more episodes. You already have enough episodes. Now, here's the thing, Gabe. Here, podcast guest Gabe, welcome. Yes, you are a film. In you are a film individual, and as we discuss, uh, the 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 game industry being decent this year, it, it strikes me as yeah, they're making a fucking office reboot, huh? Uh, yeah, boy. Um... So the film industry not doing quite as good as gaming, huh? Well, the, the like thing TV is the and film. The film is a little better, yeah. Because yes, like... yeah. But TV is kind of a disaster, of course. Um, yeah. 
now that the writer's strike reached a conclusion, Marvel are contractually obligated to actually hire showrunners that write their shows. Yeah, which is um, why we, we're getting a whole reboot of uh, Daredevil before it even came out. Yeah, so they, they've had to basically scrap half of the Daredevil show that they were making and hire actual people to write it. Wait, yeah. what um, was it before? Like another She-Hulk mess? No, it was... No, the big problem with Daredevil... I suppose. They need to be quiet. The thing about the Daredevil series that they were making was that, uh, based on everything we know, he wouldn't have even gotten into the Daredevil suit until episode four. Oh. Um, and most of the show was just legal drama stuff. Uh, that that mm. was so boring that even executives watching it fell asleep. Oh, um, which oh boy. Are, are, are oh, stupid. It usually will they, they have a real. I mean, I I like the idea of focusing on like legal stuff a little bit, but yeah. the, I admittedly, mean, especially considering like She Hulk fucked that up so hard. Admittedly, like I'd be the only person who'd be into the legal part of shit, but yeah. even even I'm like four episodes really. Well, four episodes. <sighs> They like the whole final season of the Netflix show. He's not in the real outfit, quote unquote. He's in like his sort of ninja costume or yeah. whatever. Yeah, the, uh, um, the man without fear one. Yeah, and so there's a way that they could kind of do like a no outfit arc or something, but it's it's the same Daredevil from the Netflix show. So he's yeah. already had all of that happen. Yeah, and that's all part of like this. So it's like, why would they do that again? Uh, no, I, this sounds like a good thing. Well, and again, and and we can cut this out uh, uh, if we don't want to include this. Um, yeah. But the 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 first episode idea that they had, what they had written, was that Karen and Foggy would both be murdered, and so he wouldn't be Daredevil anymore, or something. Do you have it? Wow. That sounds um, really grim. And all, and then the whole point was that it's him building a new law firm with what's her name? Uh, what the what is the character's name? Heather Glenn. No, what's her oh. name? There's a, there's a certain character from the comics that he starts up a law firm oh. with. I know who you're talking about, but I can't um, fucking name. But anyways, what they've basically said is, and people of course are saying, "Oh, Marvel are they're fixing their mistakes." They're only doing it because they legally have to because of the new WGA contract. Yeah, because um, they can't do what, what was. How do you? How would you describe their system before? Because I'm. Yeah, I don't know they would hire someone to showrun, but the showrunner wouldn't actually lead writing. The writing oh, would basically be able geez. to be handed to anyone at a moment's notice to fix whatever the executives wanted to, while the showrunners were given the title of running the show um that's bad which is why there's situations like with falcon and winter soldier where they could rewrite half of the entire series in like a couple months so um, in other words the reason why it feels so directionless and and weird is because it is yeah and also because they were basically making uh movies to be split into tv shows mm. um I mean, what's funny is the first one they made is still arguably like their best. That or maybe Loki. uh, I'd say still Loki. I'd say I'd say still Loki is probably the most consistent. 
Yeah, I, overall. I, I like WandaVision. I, I, I mean, yeah, WandaVision's fun, fine. But, yeah. Fun fact. Fun, silly little fact. Uh, yeah, back to Rooney. I think two of the writers on Loki have been picked up for the uh, for Series 15 of Doctor Who. Yes. Which is yeah. so cool. That's because, funny. Because, because, I mean, I've heard a lot. I, I, don't, really, I don't really know because I haven't seen it, but from what I hear, Loki is basically just if Doctor Who was done right, and now that Doctor Who's being done right again, hey, it makes sense to him. It, it has a very on. Doctor Who kind of vibe, yeah. where it's very much just yeah. like we're jumping from place to place. Um, but yeah, I've the whole thing with the yeah, the new season of Loki's been okay. Um, the the whole yeah. thing with the Daredevil show though is that they had like some of it made. So what they're doing is they're rewriting most of the series. But they're going to be keeping some of the footage and oh boy stuff that they had before, and then editing it in with the new stuff, which they have new directors they brought on yeah. to shoot. No, I mean, um, I, I can I can see them pull. You can pull a salvage job with, with stuff. You know, if, if I think at this point. Daredevil, Born Again, and Blade are probably the two most troubled Marvel productions ever. Which um, I don't well, know. Also how, there's... how hard is it to fucking do Blade? They did it in the nineties. Well, they're yeah, probably scared ass. of. They're, yeah, they're probably there's. I've never seen Blade, and I understand it's not like a ten out of ten, oh, but shit. it's like. Um, no. Yeah, it's got Blade a bit of a legacy. Yeah, it has a bit of a legacy. It's a little bit difficult to live up to that. It's they're gonna have to do like a Spider-Man hum Homecoming and kind of approach it from a new angle. Um, uh, the other, the other one that's oh, go ahead. I was gonna say we we have to we might have to do a if we ever do a commentary track that might be all like all three of those movies rewatching. <laughs> I've never seen them. Yeah, I understand they get worse as they go. So Blade one and, two and like funny, good. funny worse. Yeah. I mean, Blade 2 is directed by Guillermo del Toro. That's true, yeah. I, um, I was gonna say fucking Deadpool 3 is one where, uh, I mean, the one set photo that we've seen of uh, Ryan Reynolds and a huge jacked man in their costumes and yeah. Wolverine's in the fucking yellow spandex and... What is the thing? Apparently, he's gonna be the actual like he's the, now the MCU Wolverine is Hugh Hugh Jackman again. No, from, from basically, Deadpool will be traveling to our timeline, and I guess along the way, jacking Hugh Jackman, uh, <laughs> and coming to this universe. Yeah. Um, so instead of having an MCU like Wolverine, it's gonna be. Hugh Jackman, I guess. Hugh Jackman again, yes. Um, I mean, until they chance. find like a new guy, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't hey, know. My whole really thing with money. my whole thing with Deadpool three is like Deadpool one and two each had what two writers: Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, and then I think Ryan Reynolds is credited on the second one. Yeah. Uh, this mm. movie has five writers. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, which is not a great sign. Yeah, well, it sounds like it's another one of these committee things. Too many cooks and all that. Um, one of the writers being the person who wrote the probably the best episode of She-Hulk, actually. Um, oh, oh, well, oh, the person oh, who took high bar. The, the solidest <laughs> shit in the bowl. And who was an uncredited co-writer for the Marvels. 
Um, that well, that one's up in the air. That could be good. Actually, yeah, that one's oh. not out yet. No, it comes out in uh, eleven days, twelve days. Yeah. God, remember when there was hype behind every new Marvel release, and now there's literally so many, and they're all so like, oh, there was another Ant Man. Oh. There's there hype for me for um for Guardians three, and then it's like nice. Now I don't really have to go again. If I well, yeah. That was the last non-woke uh, Marvel movie, obviously, so... <laughs> yeah, um, there's gotta be hype for that. No, um, was, I mean, I'm excited thing. for the Thunderbolts. I'm... I, I'm nervously excited Who here excited isn't excited for the Thunderbolts? <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> What's weird to me is I think I'm more excited now for, like, what DC is gonna do with, like... You know, Batman 2 or whatever. The, the, the fucking Joker sequel looks like shit, though. The Batman, the new Batman film, uh, Batman Brave and the Bold, directed by the man who brought you The Flash. Oh, God, oh, yeah. They are making a different it. new Batman. I forgot about Andy that. Mushietti. What are you talking about? I, I was <laughs> close. I was close. I'm not great with names. Mucacelli? I was Mo close. Listen, we, we forgive him. Say Andy hello to Andy his Gino. chocolate. <laughs> Say hello Andy to his Macchiato chocolate blend. Uh, I, I still need to see the fucking Flash movie. I've heard that it's just... No, it's don't. a disaster. No, you don't. <laughs> I've heard that it is just... Uh, like, well, what was it? Uh, Pat described it as a symphony of corpses. Ah. Which... Yeah. Uh, honest to God, I sounds like the cinematic event of the year. Honestly, I, I've I've only seen it once, and I had to stop like three times. I um I didn't like wait. It. You oh, hated it. I didn't like it. No. Oh no. <laughs> I I'd say probably the only thing about the Thunderbolts film that I'm excited for is Steven Yun being in it oh. as the Sentry. I think. Oh shit! What's the Thunderbolts again? That's like the, it's the Suicide Squad, team? but yeah. yeah, it's Suicide Squad, but Marvel. It's it's like it's, in it's in the lame. comics, the Thunderbolts is made of like, um, all of the people who are basically just their enemies, but or like their heroes, but not, you know, like U.S. Agent, um, Moonstone, who's just Captain Marvel, but not. Uh, yeah. Ghost and a few others. Um, yeah, which we're, we're getting we're getting some of those in the Thunderbolts. Bullseye, you know. God, yeah, I mean, if they used Bullseye from a Netflix show, that'd actually be really cool. Or a guy that was like they, Bullseye from. They aren't use Colin Farrell from the, the the old movie. Honest, Have him kill honestly, someone yeah. with a peanut again. Honest to God, yeah, fucking get Colin Farrell in there. Let him be goofy. <laughs> no, get Will Smith back for Deadshot. That's a. Oh yeah, no, that's no, the no. other one. Get, get him in there. Get him in there. <laughs> that's needs... a different. Yeah, he. Character. he that, see that that. No, uh, get, get him in there anyway. Get him in anyway. He needs the break. Yeah. Uh, I just got with everything going on lately. Put, put put him in. Well, has Will Smith been in the MCU yet? They should get him no. in there for no. something. But uh, I saw someone propose that. Uh, Jaden Smith should be Miles Morales and Will Smith oh, should be dad. And it made me want to cry. <laughs> oh, we need After Earth too. yeah. Because uh, they, they are planning a Miles Morales project for the MCU. Yeah, I was gonna say the... 
the fact that like the MCU fucking sucks now. I mean, generally, and nobody really cares. We're and three. we're getting Venom three. <sighs> oh, well, praise God! Oh, wow, Ooh. I'm ready for I, Venom three. Okay. I didn't hate Venom one. I still haven't seen the sequel. I heard it was like a little better actually. But um, generally, like the MCU itself, people don't give a shit because, like, yeah, I don't know. Captain America's gone. Uh, Iron Man's gone. Everybody that like people cared about is gone. And meanwhile, fucking people are eating up Miles Morales stuff now. Like yeah. Spider-Man game, the Spider-Verse. Yeah. And uh, so, like, you got to assume Kevin Feige is just over there. Like, we gotta get in on it. Kevin for jelly. Uh, Ke Kevin Feige coming down from his mountain of baseball caps. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, um... They, they need to figure out what they're doing with the movies, because... I get it. Yeah. You know, you have to move on from those characters at some point. You can't do, you know, Iron Man for 20 years. You just can't. You can't have it be like the comics now. Yeah. Well, what I've realized is that what Kevin Feige is doing now is just starting to include cameos from all the stuff he produced before he made MCU stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, because, now they own all that shit. <laughs> because Elektra is going to be in Deadpool 2, and he produced Daredevil oh, wow. and the Elektra film. Yeah. Wait, Jennifer, like Jennifer Garner Elektra? Yeah, that's officially oh, announced. God. That's not like a spoiler thing. Jennifer Garner will be there in Deadpool 3, and of course he produced <sighs> that film and uh, Daredevil movie. Really trying hard with this multiverse era shit. Well, and of course, if he also Wars. produced, he also produced the X Men trilogy, right? And oh my god, they they made fucking secret. Well, I forgot about that's got to be like the worst Marvel thing ever. Because yeah, nobody liked it, and then everybody forgot it even fucking existed. Yeah, but they're gonna be fucking doing, they're gonna secret, secret Wars, Wars in live action. Well, they're doing no secret wait. Wars. Which one was it? Secret Invasion that they did. Secret Invasion, yeah. Right, yeah. That yeah. one. God, that well, was honestly, a fucking mess. Honestly, if they had done the Secret Invasion comic, it would have been really cool. But the series yeah, but they they, did well, was do you know why Secret Invasion was the way it was? Uh, writer strike. There was no writer. It's not even <laughs> the writer strike. It's just they. No one wrote it. It was the. It was written by committee. Oh God! Yeah, they had sense. they had uh, one of the writers and lead creatives of Mr. Robot set to write it, and then they fired him. Oh, oh. my God! You're oh that that fucking pisses me off. Mr. Robot guy Sam was gonna write. Oh my God! One of the Mr. Robot guys, oh, yeah. not Sam Ismail, I guess. No, no, he's busy. No, but yeah, that would have been interesting. Well, I remember watching the fucking Moon Knight show, and I was that was the last thing that I was really excited. Okay. I was like, because I started getting into Moon Knight, and I was like, oh, this guy's really cool. I like this superhero. And and they're making a, mo a show about him, and, and apparently it might be like a little bit horror-themed or whatever. That's kind of cool, and I, I was like a little interested. And then it came out. And, like, I'm not one to complain necessarily about, like I said earlier, I wouldn't mind if they had a focus on, like, legal drama stuff in the Daredevil show. But they have him in the Moon Knight outfit for, like, maybe fucking two minutes total in yeah. that whole show. He wears the show. Mr. Knight outfit way he, more. He wears that, I mean, but I, even I then, he's not doing too, he's not doing a lot of Moon Knighty stuff. A lot of it is just um, the actor just kind of, uh, you know, uh, on his own. 
and being kind of the most obnoxious. What is his name again? Is it? It's not Oscar Isaac, is it? Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, it's Oscar Isaac. Yeah, he he's being like the most obnoxious version of himself that I've ever seen him be in anything. I mean, and, we yeah. can we can move on from Marvel stuff in a minute, but uh, yeah. Moon Knight. There was one thing about that that baffled me. There was an interview with the with one of the lead directors of it recently where he said that he loves that when you're in the middle of an action scene, it will like cut. He loves cutting action scenes because then you can like get people more invested in the action scene if you're constantly cutting the action because otherwise people will get bored. Well, there Um, is a balance to cutting an action. But they didn't That's like do it. the exact opposite philosophy. No, he he literally said that like, yeah. oh yeah, if we don't cut our action scenes up a lot, people will like get up and go eat a snack, and that he gets bored what? of action scenes when they're more than a few minutes long. Yeah. So he'll just get up if he knows it's gonna be a long action scene, and he'll eat, and then he'll come back, and then the hero would win anyways. But when you're constantly cutting an action scene, anything can happen. His words. Mm. Um <laughs> yeah that's no. great oh, i mean that one I, I was gonna say that that one of the reasons i hate i wound up hating that show so much was that it felt like it was made by committee kind yeah. of thing but you mentioned that that's like one of the lead guys behind it so i guess whoever was actually in charge of that ship was also just an idiot so well, and then great. the same guy was like yeah moon knight is uh the the most proud oscar isaac has ever been of a project he's been in again oscar isaac didn't say that the director of moon knight did um uh, but yeah I mean, hey, he must know he worked with him i guess yeah oh, that tracks hmm, hmm. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, again, if you're gonna cut something, there's there's a balance to cutting, and usually you want to keep a fight scene going as long as possible because it looks really nice when it does. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody complained for so long about the fucking Batman, like Dark Knight, and it was worse in Batman Begins, where basically every time Batman or anybody lands a punch it's a cut to a different angle or some shit and it's all close-ups and shitty and like we've been getting better from there but to hear someone basically say yeah that's the way to do it is like wow the wrong lessons learned it it must work for normies because again you still see it going around i mean i guess um i don't know if you guys talked about this already but uh I, I, Law, I know you're a big fan of Metal Gear, Me, 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 Gear Solid. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Hell yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure you you were very happy t- to see the the Mori Calliope oh, original uh, Metal Gear Solid rap song. I didn't hear the song, but I'm aware that it exists. I, I knew and, this would uh, come up. I, I, I didn't know this would come up. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm familiar really with her work. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, nothing can top um, that one guy, I forget his name, the, um, do the roar, that guy, uh, when he did his little dance and he was, Naked Snake, Metal Gear, Shago Hood, um, nothing can top that song, but. I, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm usually a defender of uh, her work, but I, I will say the song is kind of Of course you are, of course you it's are, Bane. Jesus Christ, Bane. 
Uh, 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 oh, God, we're at an hour and a half already. Yeah, we should get to our ad read soon, but we'll we'll, we'll continue this as long as it's going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was um, just going to say, uh, it, it features a killer lyric. Uh, it, it, which, it, it, uh, admittedly, if the verse, or if, of course, or, I don't know, I'm a little high myself. Um, but yeah, she says, uh, sneaking, 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 and, and the problem is she says it so fast, it almost sounds like a slur. Oh, and no. Like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. I was going uh, to. Yeah. That sucks. That's bad. Oh, um, and, and then the post chorus has her say, Gene, meme, scene, you dig? I go sneaking, sneaking, sneaking. Uh, she says that over and over. It's a bit rough. It's bad. <laughs> it's I've, not only, I've, only, I've only listened to a little bit of it, but good lord. I mean, that just... Konami is constantly on the path to um, monetize their games as much as possible and monetize their brands and their properties. It's not the worst thing that they've ever done with the, Metal Gear. The Probably thing, not. The funniest thing, she did a song for One Piece Volume 104, and it was actually not bad. Well, she it was a like a pretty... Red too. Yeah, really? like, the, the song she did... For for one piece was like you know, it was catchy it wasn't too obnoxious it, it was just kind of fun uh and then i heard this and i wanted to die i, I thought about <sighs> linking it to you and i'm like i feel like you've already heard it i just, i, I haven't heard it coming. but i will have to listen to it and i'll probably mention how i feel about it on stream or something but yeah that doesn't sound good i i did listen to um uh what it's like three hours or something that fucking brad taste in music was listening to yes. her entire discography yeah. and i don't think there was a single song well no there were a few where it's like the the beat kind of had like an electro swing kind of feel that was like okay some of the some of the instrumental is all right and sometimes her voice isn't terrible but she sounds like such a mom on facebook that nothing she ever does just works it's it's <laughs> i've heard mori calliope's better than demon dice though yeah, but only marginally i'd say i the problem is every time she raps she does the same like deep rap voice yeah. Um, well, yeah, and so it, it makes it only have that kind of rap voice so exactly but but it really the the switch is immediate i'll say that um, yeah, it, it is. I'll give you that. Uh, yeah, that's. Um, I mean, I don't know if that's worse than like, God, what other Konami? Because like, I don't know. They had the fucking Silent uh, Hill yeah, like Silent blankets. Hill by Korn. Silent Hill by Corn. Silent Hill by Corn. By Corn. By Corn. They they did a, they did a track for uh, Silent Hill Downpour. That is the worst thing. Uh, oh, uh, Silent Hill by Corn. Yeah, but <laughs> he right, right. said bicorn. I thought they were selling a bicorn. Yeah. Oh, I heard bicorn and bicorn, but yeah, there is a Silent Hill bicorn. Well, there's a Silent Hill skateboard. They sold that last year or something. I wanted to buy one. Yeah. Desperate. This is the latest. Hell yeah. This is what I, I would say this a song by Maury Calliope is not as bad as the whole fucking Pachinko thing, but it's yes. still pretty embarrassing. Now, oh, Tristan, yeah. I realized yes. there's one other piece of gaming news we didn't talk about. Is there? The 12th 
$12 Mortal Kombat Fatality. Oh, I haven't yeah, heard you of guys this. Know about this. I, I, well, I oh, heard about babe, this, you've been talking. You've been talking about how bad the DLC pricing and stuff is in general, right? Because like all the characters well, okay. are expensive too. It's fifty bucks for the six characters, I think, which isn't terrible pricing. Like it could be better, you know. That's like a full um, game for six characters, but for DLC, the biggest pricing, problem is the biggest problem is they're releasing them. I don't know. I think the last character's out like summer 2024, you know, like yeah. kind of far away. Yeah, that's, um, that's, a, that's um, a bit far off. But for Halloween to celebrate, they have released a $12 DLC microtransaction fatality. And of course, a fatality Jeez. is just like a 20 second cutscene. It's not that big of a thing. Do you buy it um, and permanently get it or do you have to pay each time? You buy it and permanently get it. Okay, all right. At least it's not but, horrendous, horrendous. Yeah. Yeah, but we we went from them giving us an entire overhaul in MK11 of every character getting uh, friendships and adding stage fatalities and fatalities being just like unlockable things to you're paying twelve bucks for a single fatality, um, which is bad. Yeah. And it's within like the in-game currency as well. So you have to buy the in-game currency to get it. And I can't remember. I think you have to buy $15 worth of currency to get it. I think. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, like they the always they always points. fucking do that. Let me yeah. look at the let me look at the currency packs. Let me see. Oh yeah. Um, late, lately there have been for uh for COD, there have been ones that have been twenty eight hundred COD points, which are not the even 2400 pack that you can buy it's a little bit more oh, okay no 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 you you just have insidious. to buy the straightforward the straightforward like second price pack but i think it costs like 12 to 15 bucks so you are paying that much for a single fatality which is inexcusable yeah oh yeah now um, yeah that's ridiculous now, real, real quick, we do have to get to our sponsor read, which uh, we've been a little uh, bit pay the on. bills. Yes. No, yes. So, uh, uh, cushy dreams. Gabe, if you Gabe, if you heard of cushy dreams, <laughs> we keep fucking I, talking about it. We now have as two we, Canadians uh, who can't take part. As someone who who does a lot of research and studying into uh, into uh, into weed, marijuana, I I've heard of, but tell me more. Ooh. Ah, yes. Well. Uh, Cushy Dreams, our good friends, uh, they're doing the uh, something unprecedented. I'm actually not sure if it's precedented or not, but I'm going to say it's unprecedented. But it's extraordinary. Because it's really fucking cool. It's for, real for and us, it's spectacular. For us, they it's are going. Could it they, be any more of a sale? There you go, Chandler Bing. <laughs> they <laughs> rest in peace. All right, so they are. Uh, good lord. So. I, I I still can't believe they're doing this, by the way. If you use our code LOUD25 at checkout, when you buy something from CushyDreams.com, your name gets entered into a giveaway, and you get the chance to win. How much was it again? It, it Over was, $100? In fact, actually, it did get upgraded. I, I should tell you, shout-outs mm. to Noah from Cushy Woo! Dreams. They did add Hell yeah. another pack of the Delta 9 gummies, so it adds up to a total of $150 worth. That's insane. Wow. You'll, 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 
your name will be entered in to win that on top of your current order. Yep. You'll be getting two Which is of the uh, insane. You'll be getting two of the Dream and Relax uh Delta of uh, two of the Delta eight pre-rolls, two of the Dream and Relax C B D pre-rolls, and then two of the five pack half gram pre-rolls. And yeah, a Delta a pack of a Delta Nine good. Tangerine gummies. He said well he said tangerine works, but tangerine gummies. Yeah, we 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 have uh we've had the tangerine gummies. They're quite good. They are really good. The they actually yeah, taste was, like tangerines. This is basically the same box that you guys had. I think. You yeah, said. basically, yeah. basically they take what we had and just put it together, and that's what our their, our lovely viewers are getting if they use code loud twenty five at checkout. Do it now. Do it now. Yes. I bet you won't. Yeah, loud twenty five, and uh, yeah, I mean again. Not only we always say like you get weed, you save a little money with the code, you kick a little back to us, hey. But now you also get the chance to win this thing, and your name is being entered in with like you know it's only a few people that are you know probably listening and checking out the code thing. So it's yeah, like so maybe you're in on the, you're in on it's, the ground floor with this. right. Get in on the ground floor and, and hey, get, get your weed. Yeah, and hey, if you buy multiple things, you get multiple uh, entries. Well, you 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 place multiple orders. I mean, yeah, yeah, place multiple orders, get multiple entries. Hey, again, and yeah, with, it's a you great know, deal all around. When you spend seventy five bucks, you get free shipping. So what you could do is spend a hundred and then use our code, get it down to seventy five. You still get free shipping. Yeah, yeah. twenty five. Either use that's, that money. That's twenty five percent off. That's nuts. You could like, either I'm use that shock. Yeah, it's pretty good. You could use the extra money, the 25% off. Maybe it's $25 you save on a $100 order. You either put that towards, say, more weed, or you could buy your grandmother a cheeseburger, you know? Yeah, or you can, or you can, you know, get some stuff to satiate them munchies. Yeah, yeah or... buy yourself a cheeseburger. Fuck the grandma. Yeah, yeah, grandma doesn't need a cheeseburger. She's, yeah. she's only going to be able to enjoy it for three more years. Yeah. Or if uh, if you'd like, you could also go to loud equal, well, loud equals and go to either our store page, which takes you to our uh, web store, or to our Patreon tab, which takes you to our Patreon. Yes, and um, I'm going to ask a question. Yes. Oh, we're checking the Discord. In Discord. So, um, uh, yeah, if you go if you go there, um, we can. No, so. it was mentioned on the streams. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, if you go there now, uh, we should probably open up a thread for this at some point. Yeah. Uh, uh, we were we're pleased to announce officially that um, uh, this is really crazy to say actually out loud, but uh, Cat Icarus is uh, has agreed to be on the podcast. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a little while. He's he's busy. That's yeah. perfectly fine. He's taking Trust care of me, his he, Halloween he makes, video and stuff, which, yeah, uh, by he, the he way... hour-long videos. It's fine. <laughs> I have heard about what the Halloween-themed uh, video... I don't know if it'll be out by Halloween or if this episode will be even, yeah. but the Halloween-themed video is apparently quite good. So, you know, there you yeah. go. So, so um, it's going on Patreon if, immediately, pretty much. There you go. Yeah, if... if, if uh, well, we should, I guess... I guess in the comments for this video, maybe? Or for this uh, thing on... um. On Patreon, yeah, very and then and then I'll put it. Well, I'll put its own post that way. It's just yeah, make it a free post on Patreon, maybe, yeah, and then people yeah, there are a couple people do just follow the thing without actually yeah. paying. So yeah, so there's there. we'll we'll have a post on Patreon. I have a tweet that's up. Um, I'll also probably put after... a community post. Claude, you want to put a community post too? Oh sure, yeah, and I'll mention it on stream too. Okay, yeah, I, I will. Um, I'll pin the tweet. 
Actually, I'll do that right now, in fact. Hell yeah. We're, we're talking about looking for uh, Q&A stuff? Yeah, Q&A. Or... Yep. Well, ask, ask questions for uh, the man himself, Kat Icarus. I was yeah. going to say, you've been talking about, oh, should we do this? Should we do that? Should we... You haven't actually said what you were going to ask for. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask for... Uh... I was going to ask for questions. Go, go to, uh, go to Patreon, and hey, if you, if you, if you sling us some money, we, we give your pro- question priority. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the in the future, when we have guests, we're probably going to make it Patreon, we, this, patron only. Yeah this this podcast absolutely works via bribery. Bribery is oh yeah, is, of course, is, is perfectly acceptable. Bribery is a serious form of flattery. We love money. Yes. Um, Again, for any sponsorship opportunities, email hosts at loudequalsfunny.com. As long as we're allowed to talk about 9-11 or, Ob- or Osama or whatever. Listen, or listen, Obama. I, I can... Obama? <laughs> yeah. Well, we can't talk about Obama. Obama's not controversial. Oh, Obama's um, fine, yeah. Obama. Soda. <laughs> um, but yeah, just... see. <laughs> uh, does anyone else have anything specific they want to talk about? Uh... uh... I have a few things. Give me a sec to pin I, this I, tweet tomorrow. I have a story I want to talk about, which I gotta find the tab. Oh, found it here. Um, all right. So, off-duty Alaska Airlines pilot charged with attempted murder after trying to shut down plane engines mid-flight. What? Uh, yeah. What? The, Excuse me. This story. Is Wait, something that's was... very confusing. He was off-duty but mid-flight. Yeah. Okay. So, you ever see in movies where they got that little seat in the back of the cockpit, that little like flap-down thing? That's a, seat oh. that, yeah, that's a seat pilots will usually take that are, you know, trying to go back yeah, home. Yeah. It's like an extra yeah. seat they have if they can put Holy a shit. second person. Holy shit. What this guy he let did the was, intrusive thoughts win. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you the story as it came out because there's two different articles. But so um, this guy was on the flight. He ended up being charged with over 80 counts of attempted murder. But, Ooh, you know, he was sitting in the rough. seat, and then he attempted to turn on the fire suppression systems, which, in a plane, they will cut off uh, the fuel to the engine, straight up, so that way no fuel will go back into it, and then we'll pump it full of, essentially, like, fire extinguisher, you know, extinguish mm. everything. He tried to start that, and he had it going, and then one of the pilots basically pushed him out of the way, kicked it back on... Thankfully, before anything bad happened, but yeah, so they they eventually the pulled into oh he really did they pulled into uh, Portland, Oregon instead of going to San Francisco where they were going originally, um, and arrested him. It was then found out if I can find where I put this article because yeah here we go. Uh, it turns out that forty eight hours before that flight, he took psychedelic mushrooms. And, uh, oh. not sleep for 40 fucking hours. Oh. Yeah, that'll do it. Yep. He, uh, he was Ooh. freaking the fuck out. It was his first time taking mushrooms, too. I, I, I had an experience similar to that. Thankfully, uh, thankfully I didn't fucking crash the car. But, yeah. uh, I was in the back. I was, uh, very, very much, uh, funny, funny blitzed. And, uh... I got bad cotton mouth. Kristen, I it know I fucking with me. I know I say this every time, but this is a really good thumbnail. <laughs> I really like the little with Gabe. I think that works. I think that works already as is. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, maybe move gonna... the maybe move the text yeah. together in the little. I was light. yeah. I was gonna ask Gabe for for, for everyone. 
listening. I think I think that works. Yeah, I, like I, I, I was I was gonna ask Gabe for like an image if he wanted to like to represent himself, but yeah, the with Gabe works. Let me just bunch them together so that they kind of flow well. Yeah, that's so. I, um, here's the thing: it gets worse though. Because oh yeah, so so eventually he he had like you know they struggled you know pushed him off and he'd settled down and then he decided to like you know start peacefully walking the back of the aircraft and um, what was he cooking? So he told one of the flight attendants and said he said to her, "You need to cuff me now or it's going to be bad." He was uh, cuffed oh. in the seat of the back of the plane. He then tried to grab the handle of the emergency exit before he was stopped by another crew member. Whoa, what a guy. Yep. Um, so, yeah, this this dude had been a pilot for 22 years. This man, man's 44 years old. And just out of no incident before this, nothing. And, uh, yeah, now he is charged with, let me make sure I get this right here. I think it was 84 counts. Yeah, 84 Jeez. counts. 83 counts. 83 counts. Oh geez, that is maybe one of the worst trips ever. Yeah, which um, I mean, thankfully nobody died. Yeah, thankfully yeah, he was not piloting his yeah. own if, plane. If yeah, if 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 that were the case, this would be a lot less funny. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it would be like the thing we're not talking about this week. Yeah. Well, I, I think we would talk about it just to be like, holy shit, that's so fucked up. I, yeah, I, I think the best thing to say uh, in this situation is what you're just trying to play a prank, you know? Yeah, it's it, just come a prank, on, bro. I'm joking. Uh, honestly, better prank than the, the people who are pranking in Japan right now. If you've seen all yeah. that, yeah, for some reason that's oh, an entire. Yeah. It was that was trend. the guy who that it's was the guy who said now. like that was the guy who said like spending a hundred days or a hundred hours in the world's poorest country. And there's a tweet screenshot of it in Arabic. It's like, Allah, please kill this white devil. <laughs> I forgot well, his name. Because there's two. Uh, like there's Johnny Fetus Somali, and then this guy's like Fidelis or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a Mr. One was Ice Poseidon clone, one's Mr. Beast clone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Beast clone who was obsessed with hugging fucking Elon for some reason. Ugh. That tracks. God, it's fucking weird. People dick ride him way too much. Speaking of Elon. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. We need like a little, we need a stinger for all the weekly Elon update. <laughs> like a, like a. <laughs> Elon. Elon Musk. He does everything wrong. <laughs> so, um, there's a few pieces of news. I'm kind of going to kind of go through them a bit quick. But, uh,. It's uh, it's been about a year now, a year and a few days since Elon Musk uh, finalized the Twitter deal. Yeah, been about a year, and uh, the worst year to have ever been on Twitter, maybe besides 2014. I mean, I, financially, it can't oh, have been a good awful. year. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> it's funny you mentioned financially <laughs> because. Uh, Elon Musk claims he will turn Twitter into a total financial platform by the end of next year. Oh, so we got one year on the clock. Yeah, uh, he says uh, you won't need a bank account, which 
That's not the, that's the least of my concerns, Elon. Wait, what? Wait, so it's gonna be like a banking platform now? Financial. Like I don't it's know what be the hell crypto wallet Twitter. Oh my god. Yeah, this comes from the verge. I'm too lazy to go and look at the actual article. I like that this uh this image right here is of him just carrying one of his fucking flamethrowers. Badly does, green screened onto is, a cyberpunk background. He has always said he wanted Twitter to be literally everything. Like yeah, you like could do literally everything like you need to do. So this isn't that crazy to see him say, but it's still a crazy concept. It's just obnoxious. Who did also, it better? I... Who did it better? Roblox dating or Twitter banking? Yeah. Ooh, I competition. I love the fact that he just he hasn't got over how he got kicked out of PayPal. Huh. He oh, hasn't God, gotten yeah. over it because he, he wanted to turn PayPal into X and everyone was like, yep. that's fucking stupid and kicked him out of the company. He just really wants a financial platform called X and he doesn't want to build it himself. Huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, quite account. literally just that. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> speaking of which. Yeah. Uh, X slash Twitter is reportedly looking at ways to address ca- accounts frequently getting community noted. Which I think is hilarious. Oh, I did. So it. this isn't. Stop yeah, this isn't strictly so hard. No, nah, no. Nah, th- th- this isn't strictly negative news, but essentially, it's uh, they're going to start adding warnings to accounts that have a shit ton of community notes. Also, they uh, they've made it so that accounts with community notes can't have those posts be monetized. Ooh, yeah, that's actually um, a really oh. cool idea. Fun fact, I am a community notes person. Oh, how do you sign up for that? I want to do that. Um, you just go on and you just you just apply. You send in a little application for it and then you have to like be you have to be someone who engages with notes to get them posted. Um Okay. to get the ability to post your own. Um I get you. It is yeah. it is hilarious. Because oh, I've seen every so many single community, community notes. notes thing on like a satirical tweet is one person going like, "Erm, actually, that's a joke," huh. and everyone else who's a community notes person going, "Why does this need a no. note? Yeah, it's obviously a joke. It's just a satire. Like, chill." Yeah. Well, it sounds a lot like Wikipedia kind of thing, where it's like edit wars of like, "Yeah, this doesn't need to be there. You're going into weird diatribes," you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the 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 really good ones are like when someone says something like plainly false, especially when it's like someone that Elon likes or Elon himself. Yeah. And the community note is just this is wrong and provides like a link to some basic information. Those are always the funniest. Yeah, the community notes can either be like this is a joke and this isn't funny because whatever, but then they could also just be. Like what happened with YouTube. For context, YouTube sucks. Kind of thing. <laughs> For context, YouTube hasn't fucking addressed Sniper Wolf doxing Jags films. Yeah, by the way, there was, um, I think it was in the Ten Mimi video that she recently did, the follow-up to Sniper Wolf. I only watched some of it, and then I, I don't know, fell asleep or something. But I, I heard her mention something to the effect that Jack hasn't actually, at the time that she recorded it, which I think was like a week ago, 
Apparently he hadn't made any videos or posted anything. Has he been around at all recently? No, I, I have I have notifications on for him because you know I haven't seen anything. The last no, thing he, he hasn't posted. posted. Yeah. On his so main was... account it was the video where he talked about the her coming to his house. Yeah, he hasn't and posted on... any new videos at all. Yeah, and on Juju Jack's films it was two weeks ago as well, yeah. And Patri or um uh Twitter, I think he, he has been also he, he... apparently silent. He made, like, one post. Uh, let me read it out loud, actually. Uh, Scorpio season starts today. You can always spot a Scorpio. They're the crazy ones. Ha ha. They like to have fun and are always down for a good time. Which... And then he's, he's had all of his streams be on hold until November 1st, where it says that he's... Okay. He's... No, that's so... also on hold. All of his streams are on hold as well, yeah. Oh, so he might be taking a little extended break. I mean, understandable. I think the Tamimi yeah. thing mentioned that um, he might have been uh, mentioned that he might have been like also punished for what happened with Sniper Wolf kind of thing. Uh, well, like the both did, sides. Yeah, they did yeah. say that stupid fucking both sides thing. Jesus yeah. Christ. So dumb. Yeah, so I mean, I'm hoping that that's not what happened. Yeah, because gen genuinely, if Jack Stones is being punished in any way that isn't just, um, you, you both sides, eh, then that's just straight up an injustice. Yeah. So who wants to talk about horny old people? <laughs> what? Excuse I, me. I, huh, huh, I, huh. I, I love doing these. I love doing these. It's great. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was listening to the uh, Snark Tank podcast a little while ago, and uh, Chris Raygun was talking about an interaction that he had on Twitter, and I just think it's funny enough to talk about. So, um, Chris Raygun is friends with uh, Kiwi Sunset, Kiwi Sunrise. Yeah, I forgot which one, but uh, so uh, Kiwi made a a, a, a crochet dick. LOL Lamal. And uh, Chris Raycon is, just makes an innocuous comment. Kiwi replies to it. And then this this guy. Big sexy 4035. Okay. So um, and, uh, Chris Raycon says, oh, he's a curious fellow. And Kiwi's like, yeah. And this guy's like, I'm curious about your nether region. I bet it's sweet like candy and perfectly beautiful. Oh, yeah. I got a shit thing. I post that because there, there are there are so many fucking horny old people on Twitter. You see them everywhere. <laughs> this is just the funniest 40, one. <laughs> his his bio is one of fuck. Saw, I just saw his bio. Oh god. He retweets like all of the like thirst traps. Like uh, oh, oh he retweet if you want to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. What? For... First, okay, the first fucking thing he retweeted is a retweet from Israel. The second thing Wait. is a tweet from a chick well, named Madison Springs saying, retweet if you prefer small titties, which I'm tempted to retweet. I mean, he says this, and then Chris Raygun says, Jesus Christ, and he goes, he doesn't know. Which maybe it's like supposed to be a meme or something. I, no, no, I, I, I think... And Chris thinks the same, but I think that it's 
he thinks that Jesus doesn't see the shit he posts on here or something like that. Oh, oh my god, well, I, I can't stop scrolling. This is so... <laughs> wow, he posts his, like, fat titties. Okay, guys, this is a banger tweet. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this one. Oh, Bane, Bane you do the honors. Okay. Uh, his tweet here is, Okay. What's the best flavor for anal lube? If I misspelled fuck you, I'm high. We gotta get in touch with that. <laughs> that is a good one for Bane drink. to read. Yeah, yeah that was a good thing. I clicked like on a tweet. He gets a like for that. <laughs> I, um, I, well, recently I was doing a, it's funny because we're on Twitter. Recently I was doing a TikTok stream and uh, I was very excited because my favorite thing on TikTok is finding any thirst trap and then finding the elderly man asking for the woman to be his his sugar baby or whatever. They're always hilarious. And then it's always the thing where it's the guy, his whole TikTok is him staring at the camera with like the filters happening. Like he's he's always obsessed with the filters. And uh, in one case he was a crypto grandpa. Um, sometimes they're nerds. But yeah, just horny old men on TikTok. I guess Twitter is also, yeah, that's a good place for him too. Instagram would be another. Yeah, yeah it, you, you, you see them all the time. And I don't have any more examples because I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't think that I would be talking about this here, but I just decided, hey, that's funny. Yeah, no, I might have to. You, yeah, you always see dive. them in the comments. Like an OnlyFans girls and bots and shit like that. Oh god, you ever... We need to... Like, there used to be a, a, a fucking fantastic Twitter account that was like Pornhub comments. And it was just like, big sexy thank you, give me your like, yeah, All the time. Yeah, fucking, um... Ross53545. Yeah. Uh, what that pussy do... I want to I want to suck that motherfucking pussy and ass all night long or or whatever. Damn, baby, um, them tits uh, having tits flop, you know. What do those tits sound like? Yeah. Damn, those cities feel like sandbags. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of the send bob, send bob, send bob. Yeah, send send open bob. I mean, also, hey, I that, that's got to work for them if they keep doing it. I guess, but uh, well, one of the uh, one of the funniest uh, tweets from this Josh guy is uh, quote, "I'm leaving Twitter. I never see anything from at Kiwi the Small anymore. Why bother if I can't see anything from my heart?" What? Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, mean, I don't even understand what that means. Ba 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 basically. He Maybe really, she blocked really likes him. Her. Well, no, no, no I, I think it's like algorithm stuff. Yeah, because if if you go oh. into his, if you go into his likes, you can see that he's definitely still liking your tweets. Yeah, he's just trying to like be a simp for her, basically. Yeah. I mean, oh my god, it, you know, it's gotta work eventually. You just keep sending it. You just keep Tristan, doing it. Tristan, I know you've probably seen it. This one's for you. No, no, it's yeah, not real. No, well, it is real. No, do you not remember this? It's Chris Pratt is voicing Garfield. Uh, yeah, yeah, the the new Garfield movie. He uh, looks better than the old Garfield 3D movie. 
I mean, no, yeah, I mean, but also this is animated. It's got Chris Pratt yeah. voicing it. Yeah, no. So what not. was what was the last one? Was that also was was that the, like the the most recent action. one? The live action one was a tale yeah. of two kitties. Well, I mean, it was live action, but how was the cat? It wasn't animated. It was, was it like a okay, okay. Yeah. So this whole thing is animated then. Yeah, but this one's like full animated. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it at least looks right, yeah, but I don't Bill know Murray. why people keep cast casting. Fo- Bill Murray's a good pick for Garfield, but yeah. that to be movie fair, was like shit. To be fair, he was uh, tricked into going into coming into the last one because uh, he thought it was a Cohen movie. Yeah. Well, well, he wasn't tricked. By... He was stupid. <laughs> by Joel Cohen. Well, which... You get tricked when you're stupid, you know. No, it's not Joel Cohen. It's Aton Cohen, not to be confused I'm... with Ethan Cohen. I'm, well, no, 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 I'm... well, no, it is. If you look on, uh, I'm just going by what I'm reading here. The, the guy's name is Joel Cohen, but it's Joel Edmund Cohen, not. Not Joel, uh, not Joel Daniel Cohen, which is the Cohen mm. brothers. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change my I name to Stephen Jonathan Cohen Spielberg. Did, oh no, you're right. It was. It was the other Joel Cohen. Yeah. Yeah. Aton Cohen is the guy who wrote uh, *Idiocracy*, *Tropic Thunder*, uh, and *Holmes and Watson*. Oh God! What uh, a town. Wait. Yeah. Jeez. *Holmes and Watson* sucked. <laughs> it's like it's like being an Olympic athlete, then just. You know, coming in on crutches with you know both. Your he also legs wrote so an award for best writing in an animated TV production for King of the Hill. Huh. Nice. I like King of the Hill. Jesus, what a career! Huh. Yeah, and that's funny. It's like when I watch uh, old Futurama. Frequently, Bill Odenkirk shows. So, well, no, uh, Bob, I think Bob, I think it's. It's Bob Odenkirk in the show. I think it's actually somebody named Bill Odenkirk in the credits. I don't know if they're related, but uh, it might I, I might be Bob. Bill Odenkirk sure. is Bob Odenkirk's brother. He's a writer. Ah, yeah, no, oh. there you go. Because I know Futurama, Simpsons. Yeah, like Conan was on Simpsons back in the day. And I know that Bob Odenkirk was doing a bunch of, um, you know, other comedy stuff. I saw him on fucking I Think You Should Leave in oh, a so good in that good role. Yeah, I really have to watch. I think you should leave. I, I I just know it would be right on my alley. Well, I really have to watch um, Whitest Kids You Know because oh uh, yeah, rest in peace, Trevor Moore. Yeah, I know everybody was really torn up about him. I had heard of that show. I remember it was like on TV, but I never watched it. For, and that's uh, good. Was, I hear it's a uh, classic. Right here it was on Fuse. If you remember Fuse. Yeah, it was. I think it was on yeah. Fuse for me as well. Um, if not, I, I was gonna. Central. I was gonna say, uh, Bill Odenkirk is the guy who wrote the uh, the episode of Futurama with the parallel universe inside the box. Oh, Shit. yeah, um, he's usually like executive producing, and um, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I think you should leave is excellent. I love that show. Yeah, uh, I I'm, watched the whole thing. It was it was great. I'm a big fan of Kids in the Hall. I, I feel like I'm one of the. I don't know if any of you guys like Kids in the Hall. Uh, I've been meaning to watch that too. Yeah. I like what I've seen of Kids in the Hall. I need to watch classic Canadian sketch series. Oh, Whitest Kids is all on YouTube, eh? Yeah, Whitest Kids yeah. is all on YouTube. Yeah, uploaded oh, by great. the uh, by the guys themselves. Yeah, as nice. well as the entirety of Civil War on Drugs, which is really cool. It's nice to have that like all up all together. Which straight up respect, they got all that up there too. Yeah. yeah. They, they, I think they got the rights back from IFC in like 2018. 
or something like that. See, I I don't know. I I haven't seen too much of Kids of a Hall, but I've seen a lot of Dave Foley. Like, Mm. yeah, you saw the Postal movie, so I'm sure you've seen a lot of Dave (laughs) Foley. That's a little too much of Dave Foley. Um, I feel like the most well-known person from Kids in the Hall besides Dave Foley is probably Kevin McDonald because he voiced Pleakley in uh, Lilo and Stitch. And he's uh, tallest purple in Invaders M. I always remember him as a tax man from Corner Gas. Yeah, he's also, I think he's in 70s show, isn't he? I think so. Uh, I seem to recall, he shows up yes. in so much stuff, yeah. yeah he's um, one of those. There's a lot of Canadian, especially like, um, uh, what is it? Uh, SCTV. SCTV. And like, yeah, you get a lot of Canadian um, character actors. To, to rope things back to Fallout New Vegas, um, Dave Foley was also Yes Man. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Yes, yes, he was. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God, yeah. Wow. Kristen, you have to say yes. Yes. There you go. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I think he's also in the new season of Fargo, actually. He is. Yeah. Is that show still going? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it took wow. a break after they, season four because of COVID. Yeah, they kind of oh. gave it. We've had some gaps. There was like a year between two and three. There was two years between two and three, and then there was three years between three and four, and then there was three years between four and five. That's such an interesting series, because the first season is like a loose adaptation of the movie Fargo, but then every other season has been its own, like, thing that's just been kind of like a similar tone or whatever, and from what I understand, it's all been pretty good. It's even better than that because the first season of the Fargo show is a loose retelling of the movie, but it also takes place within the same canon as the film and directly addresses the events of the film. Yeah. Oh, I don't even remember that. It's yeah, because at one point they they find the money from the end of Fargo. They tell you what happened to it after the fact. Interesting. Yeah, yeah no. I watched some of cool that show. show. Cool show. Speaking of cool shows, <laughs> oh, yes. um, I do I do have one more thing of uh, stuff, but it, it might be a little bit of a rabbit hole. Uh, does anybody have anything else they want to get done before? Uh, I, have, oh, no, I don't think so. I have one more thing. I've got uh, an interesting. Bit. There's people finally fighting back against uh, generative AI. There's uh, an interesting tool uh, being developed by artists called uh, Nightshade to fuck with um, the AI data training sets. I've, I've got oh, some... So like you can kind of like the thing that tells if homework is copied, but for AI kind of. Well, well what it does is it's it's pushing like poisoned images to it. So it fucks with the samples effectively making its oh, data I've heard, useless. heard about this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So what you see here is uh, it, I sent you guys an image chart, but it's what the original prompt is at the top, so like a dog, in a clean model, like something that has been poisoned. As it gets poisoned, it slowly changes that sample into what it changes it to at the end. So a dog with poisoned samples ends up becoming a cat when you type it in. Yeah. So as you see down, like, cubism slowly becomes anime as you poison the samples. <laughs> That's the real poison right there, good lord. Exactly. <laughs> Wow, what is the I point like, of this exactly? I like uh, this halfway handbag. Mm. Yeah. 
to make I it really so like... AI is always unreliable, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I, I, I really, really like this uh, this handbag toaster that they've made. Uh, after it would be poison samples. It would be great if AI was AI is forced if if it's going to be so powerful and has to have weird limits on it, like. Yeah, you can't make exactly what you want. You'll get something, and it might be something cool, but it won't be. It won't be exactly the cubist version of that lady. It might be the Which anime version. Which is what they're version. going for with with Nightshade. Yeah. Yeah. So as you see, if in here, uh, the one for a dragon goes back to like the old days of AI, where it completely would get something like one thing right, which looks like a scale of an eye, and then fuck everything else. The up. rest of Unless it is like pebbles. Pebbles. Yeah. yeah. Like the but castle. then uh, some of them work because clean model uh, castle in the Lord of the Rings, it's like a castle, and then the other one, it looks more like a sort of whimsical, cartoony castle a little yeah. bit. It's it's yeah. still a castle. It, it goes it goes from like Hogwarts to Crystals of Gingledoof, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it, That's interesting. It, it's it's interesting to see people fuck with this shit, and. You know, this was this, this came from M MIT had created their own model, which is what the clean model is, um, and then tested it with a point like with poisoning the samples and seeing what it gets. So that's what you see there. Nice. Well, like I just want to point out that the last thing that Tristan posted over in the other the war room chat is a series of Simpsons oh, AI images, which I only realized were AI after a minute, because, like, Homer with Special Olympics on his shirt, it says <laughs> Special Olympics perfectly. Yeah, yeah, he knows how to spell it and put it the on The problem, problem with it, surprisingly, is the wheels on the front are side to side. The wheels on the front go side to side, and uh, yeah. not, the, not the text, but yeah. No, the AI, uh, especially the... Uh, you use the Bing one, I assume, for that? Yeah, uh, the first one was from Justin Wang. Oh. It's, I guess, Homer at the Special Olympics. Uh, yeah. The second one is Homer Simpson with John F. Kennedy at the motorcade in Dallas. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, the third one is Homer Simpson in a 1940s Japanese city with an object being dropped from the sky. Oh, no. <laughs> the third one is uh, Bart uh, sniffing a large pile of sugar. And the fourth one is Lisa <laughs> Lisa Simpson smoking a joint. I, I didn't uh, have to I didn't have to do anything to that one. I really like the um the one with the, the nuke dropping because uh it looks specifically like a season six or seven episode. There's like a I bit of fuzz say, to yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Joey yeah, looks a no. little too high quality though. It's the only bad thing here. It's starting to get to the point where, like, the Lisa with joint, there's, like, the specific little bit of discoloration around the part of the paper that meets the burned part of the paper. Like, yeah. it's getting really good. So maybe we really need some we AI need hackers. Yeah, <laughs> AI cyberpunk. It's gonna it's gonna suck when this goes away because I like using these for really stupid, really, really stupid things. But... Yeah, uh, I don't think I it's think, ever going to go away, but it's yeah, certainly I, I think, get I think interesting. The, the poisoning needs to happen. Yeah, we we, we uh, got to trim the fat a little bit here. Yeah, we need to... Well, what needs to happen is AI needs to become... Well, I don't know that this will make it better, but AI needs to maybe become more of a thing that each person has to do themselves, like set up their own yeah. model. Because it's, it's convenient like to have... Beneficial. 
It would be, and I mean, it's convenient to have stuff like ChatGPT, certainly, but it's also way too easy to just make up your apology to Jack Film yeah, or Jack Film. You know, Jack film. Well, just just the, just the one. Yeah, yeah, just the one. They're all going away. We have to decide which one we get to keep. <laughs> Lapse in judgment. Um, continuous, <laughs> continuous, judgment. and and long-standing Lord of Ring Gollum. Um, yes. Yeah, it's way too easy to do stuff like that Which and I, to make. Did we talk about uh, Kong Skull Skull Island: Rise of Kong or whatever fuck the title? We talked about oh, it no, a tiny haven't. bit. Yeah. Well, we talked about Game Mill, but yeah. it's true we did. Yeah. Basically, yeah, there is now another funniest game ever uh, that was released this year. I actually just started watching uh, Vinny I'm, playing I'm it. I watched Joel first, play it a bit. It, it the first, well, you should buy it. You should buy it on Steam and then play it's it for, for an an hour and fifty nine oh, minutes oh, no, and fifty nine seconds. I think I'm buying the physical PS five version. Oh, why would you do this? I will push you off well, the bridge. Doing this, I'm almost certain that whole game is on that disc. I'm 100% certain. You know, that is better than Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, so you yeah. gotta give it to him. You don't have to download a patch. It's not gonna be like Modern Warfare 3, I mean, where it'll be just a launcher. God. It's it's even crazier when you think about Game Mill and you realize that they're the ones who are publishing Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fucking Game Mill is also responsible for um, uh, Big Rigs. The classic yeah, they are oh my god yeah from years and years hence they they've been doing this for years and i was watching a little bit of Vinny playing this kong game i haven't seen too much of it but in the first few minutes it was very funny in the first few minutes right when it showed like footage of the game he said now i was thinking about getting the wii version and he accidentally spoke because he meant the switch version i thought he meant it literally because it looked so bad because it actually looks like a Wii game. I mean, yeah, the joke that I does. came up with, the joke I auto-corrected in my head was, but as you can see, I bought the PS3 version. You know, <laughs> uh, but but uh, yeah, no, it's a very bad-looking game, and it's uh, just another one from... The, well, they didn't make fucking Gollum, at least, but they were responsible for the shitty Avatar one. Yeah. yeah. I, I, well, and this one is $30 for the Steam oh, version. It's, it's, it's 40 40? Yeah, it's, it's, I'm pretty uh, sure. It's 39.99. Oh god. Yeah, and no, that's in yeah. America. Yeah, they're, they're selling. They're selling it though for that much when they should be selling it for maybe negative twelve. Yeah, yeah. and it's an official <laughs> King Kong game, which is embarrassing. Yeah, but isn't actually, that also well, WB? Is are are they not it's, also it's, responsible for this? Um, they they pulled some public domain fuckery to get it uh, to get it like coming out. Because, yeah. like, the original story is public domain. I see. It's one of those. Yep. Well, well, see, here's the thing. They do reference on here the classic 1933 and 1970s era Kong film edition. But they might they might have a licensing deal. Because, again, Warner Brothers, they, they will give the rights to anything up. They it are. seems like it's mostly based on the like. I'm gonna be real. I know that mostly Skull based. Island. It's completely based. I know that Skull Island was like a thing in the original or whatever. But I think I'll, I'm, me and a lot of people probably only know that name offhand because Island. of that movie. So if it's supposedly based on like the older ones or something, then that's kind of hard to believe. 
the Kong in it looks more like a fucking. From what I saw of it, it looks more like a fucking. Um, yeah, he's like blue and white or something. It's very weird. Yeah, but yeah, they also he, they he have looks him have scars fried. at like the same places as the movie Kong from the new stuff. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's got like the the like chest scar. That's... I mean, it's like. It's very similar to the Gollum game because the Gollum game was also like, why doesn't he look right? Yeah. You know, because it's like, it's easy enough to just make him look like the movie Gollum, but they tried to do their own thing. But their own thing, it's kind of like how Avengers did it, where it's like, we kind of want them to look like the ones from the movies, but not enough that they're actually the actors. So here's like the fucking Dollarama Bruce Banner. You know, yeah. Dollarama Gollum, Gollumama. <laughs> uh, before I know Tristan, you wanted to get into the good show, um, but I, I was gonna say I've been playing more of Spider-Man too. I'm not done with it yet. Uh, yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot of really good things about it. Also, there's some really funny bugs. Yeah, I haven't had any bugs. Yeah, they've already None. patched really? them. I've, oh, heard, nice. I've, I've only had I, a few, but even then, not as many as uh, some people would like to make it out. I, I saw one where Spider-Man turned into a cube just on the ground. Yeah, I've that heard that's a, I, yeah. I, I really like that one. I have heard of the cube glitch. I had a lot of pro, I had a lot of bugs with Miles Morales um, when I got that, but no bugs on this one. Um, I was having some issues with the, the writing a little bit, thinking that it was a little bit, you know... Uh, formulaic triple a-ish or whatever but i gotta say as i'm moving forward in the story uh for one thing i will say no no big spoilers here but you know how in the first game anybody who played it there was the parts with mary jane and miles just kind of yes. walking around yeah. the fucking new one i rolled my eyes really hard when i saw that oh god it's mary jane again but then it actually branches out into a really kind of interesting semi-open stealth segment, which references Deus Ex's infamous 0451 door code at one point, yep. which really won me over big time. Uh, God, and the children yearn for stealth, good stealth uh, games again. That's all I got yeah, to it's a decent yeah, stealth segment. She's more. she's got like a zappy gun, and you know she's got uh, to describe. They had a bit of that in the first one too, but it's better here. But when when what it really improves is when she gets the web shooter attachment. Oh, I'm not even at that point yet, but um. Oh, but I, I'm sorry, I spoiled something for you. That's okay. That's okay. No, I um, it, I'm trying to not spoil too much with what I'm saying. Uh, just saying, like, I uh, in the well, it it's not really a spoiler. In the first game, you know, they set up that the the venom parasite thing symbiote. Uh, is uh, going to be attached to Harry, and uh, that's in in indeed the case here. Yeah, and they, at they the point where, trailer, so. yeah, yeah, in the at the point where I'm at in the story, I'm uh, I'm I'm still not, and I've been playing it for a, a while. I'm still not at Venom yet, so they're holding off. But the symbiote has made an appearance, but not actual like Venom brand Venom. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm very excited to get further in. Yeah, uh, I I will say. Play it, though, don't watch the launch trailer. That spoils a really good intro. 
Oh, I, I see. I purposely didn't watch that, yeah. Yeah, I didn't see any of that. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, the intro sequence is phenomenal. Yeah, but one thing yeah. I'll say is, I, I really like Digital Foundry, I really do, but uh, I was I was listening to their video. I wasn't even watching, I was purposely just listening. And it spoils the intro, and I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, sorry, continue. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't even know about any of that, but, um, I was just gonna say that, um, yeah, that I, I'm interested in what they're doing with, uh, Harry and the symbiote. I'm liking that they didn't try to put Eddie Brock in here or anything, and I like Eddie Brock, Venom, you know, that's fine, but I like this new version of the, the, the thing. It's got some interesting stuff going on, you know, it's pretty cool, and, uh, I'm just saying I'm not... I think I'm maybe like I don't know forty percent of the way through the story or something, and uh, I yeah, it's, I'm it's pretty good so far. I'm bummed that the game itself is shorter uh, from what I've seen. Oh, um, it seems pretty long so far. Yeah. From what I know, the story comes out to about a similar length as the first one, which is fine. Um, but I, it was one of those things where I was like, with how much content there is i figured that it would be longer than what i've seen i've seen a lot of people finish the game 100 percent in like 28 hours that's and insane spider-man one i think averaged out to like 34 35 hours for 100 percent completion yeah um, i know mudahar was saying that it was like a bit of a downgrade or something but like i'm still you know again like 40 percent in i think it says on my file and um i'm still seeing like new mini games and shit being introduced so oh absolutely yeah i i'm seeing a lot of new stuff i'm only like six hours in maybe and i'm still getting stuff thrown at me every second so i'm ha i'm enjoying yeah. it yeah yeah i i um I like a lot of what's going on in there. Uh, it's uh, it's a pretty cool game. It's a pretty at cool least game. it's not as short as the Amazing Spider-Man Two, which was seven hours long. Ooh, yeah. Well, shoutouts by the way to the Amazing Spider-Man Two suit in this game, which is one of the nicer Peter Parker suits that you can. They wear. patched it. Uh, it had some texture problems, but they patched it up, and now it looks excellent. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice. Yeah, I, I I really like, I really like how there's just a bunch of different suits in those games. There's like eighty yeah. suits, I think, in this game. It's crazy. Yeah, I've seen like Sam Raimi suits. I've seen like I I'm pretty sure I saw a side, it might have been a mod, but I saw a Spider-Man noir suit like fully. No, no, no. From there's the a, there's the um Spider-Verse noir suit. I think nice. Um, there 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 you go. I sent the uh, comparison for you, Law. Oh, oh yeah. God! Yeah, originally it just looked like a fucking Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah, they, they patched it up, and now the suit looks phenomenal. It's I'm, just I'm really funny good. playing like right next to each other. The Amazing Spider-Man one and two suits. Like, it's funny because the movies are directly opposite. The first one is a is a decent Spider-Man movie, it's but fine, the, yeah. the suit is really ugly. I do not like that suit at all. And then the yeah. second one has a great suit. I really like it, but the movie is such a it's, fucking mess. Yeah, it's trapped in a turd of a film. Which is yeah. a shame, because Andrew Garfield, like... He's fine, yeah. I, I like him as Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I've um, seen a lot of people say that Peter that the the Sam Raimi films are actually terrible. Oh, now. those people That's are stupid. Like, stupid. Those people are stupid. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Come people, on. I think they're just trying to be contrarian. People exactly. Say anything for attention nowadays. Jesus. Uh, anyways, Tristan, uh, what 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 did you Good have show. on your hand? Yeah. So we we sh we should uh <laughs> go ahead and start wrapping up. Yeah. I, I, we, I only we, have one more thing I, I want to say. <laughs> I thought we were going to be at less than less than three hours this episode. Well, well, we okay, okay. Right. It'll, it'll it'll get trimmed down. Yeah, uh, probably not. Gonna be honest with you. But, I feel uh, like ah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We, we, all right. We so um, first of all, I have some good news uh, about Doctor Who. Uh, I forgot to mention this earlier because I'm stupid. Uh, so for series fifteen or maybe fourteen, uh. It is very, very heavily confirmed, basically in air quotes, that uh, Stephen Moffat's going to be back. Okay. But as a guest writer, not as, yeah, as, as a, yeah, not not as yeah, not as the fucking showrunner. He's going to be yeah. Uh, it's, okay. It seems like Even him and good. it seems like him and um, Russell T Davies have been doing a lot of stuff together recently, which is yeah, really cute. And, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw there was an excellent little video of. Uh, Moffat, Davies, and Chibnall doing an interview together where they were just yeah, answering really questions about that. stuff. And every time they mentioned anything Chris Chibnall related, he would talk about it, and the other two would sit in stone cold silence and not say a word. But the moment <laughs> okay. that they talked about either of their runs, all three of them would talk about it together. Oh, embarrassing. <laughs> really oh, funny. Poor, poor Chibnall. You know, it's they, a shame. They teased him a bit too. They, they, yeah, they were making fun of him at one point, yeah. It's a shame, because he made fucking Broadchurch, and that show's apparently excellent. But... It's, because he, it's because he had a handler. He had like, yeah. an executive producer that he's really familiar with. Well, either, he even said, and I watched a video about the American remake of Broadchurch that they did that had David Tennant in it for some reason. Yeah, it but was Grace Point. Grace Point, yeah. Interesting. It was, very strange but um he was even interviewed saying that a big part of it was the music and it lets him kind of get cheat on the writing so like yeah i guess Bro broad church isn't all chibnall but yeah, yeah that it's that was a weird transition because it went from david tennant and and, and uh, emma coleman in the british one to david tennant and anna gunn in the american yeah. one that's uh, weird weird combination so, uh, yeah. going on for some Doctor Who news, um, this happened, like, two, like, a day or two after the Sniper Wolf thing, and we've been kind of stunlocked on that for two whole <laughs> episodes, so <laughs> we're finally getting, well, I'm finally getting to talk about it. Uh, so, recently, uh, I think, I'm pretty sure it was Russell T. Davis, uh, he basically went to the BBC and said, hey, listen, we gotta have all of Doctor Who on iPlayer. And they were like, ah, fuck, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, uh, so soon, I think at the beginning of the month, which will be in the past by the time uh, most of our listeners listen to this, uh, the classic, well, most most of classic Doctor Who, Torchwood, uh, Sarah Jane Adventures, Doctor Who Confidential, and uh, Class, <laughs> don't laugh. Um, those are going to be on BBC iPlayer. But oh there God, are a few... I forgot about class. I, yeah. I think I think they're Every, they're the, aiming the to put all of the same stuff on Disney Plus too. Once the new cool. season starts, um, nice. Yeah, 
because so, obviously um, all of New Who will be on there when that starts up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. So um, there are a few notable exceptions. Um, the biggest one being the very first story, which is commonly referred to as an unearthly child. Uh, kind of internally by a few people uh, referred to as the tribe of gum. Mm. And uh, it is being kept back uh, by a racist with daddy issues. Oh, wait. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, I know about this. Yeah. Uh, who is currently beefing with the writer of Doctor in Distress. So... What the fuck? Yeah, yeah what? Well, please explain, because this I, this is gold. It's it's I do, Anthony I do Coburn's son, want, right? I huh? It's yeah. Anthony Coburn's son. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Anthony Coburn, uh, Coburn is the writer of the first story of Doctor Who. I think he was uh, he was meant to come back for a second one, but things fell through. But uh, the an, an unearthly child, the very first, the start of Doctor Who, which is one really, really good first episode, and then just some sh- fucking around in a cave. Yeah, I watched the first one and really liked it, and then subsequently was like, oh, okay. Yeah. There's some there's some good moments, but for the most part, it's just kind of not really yeah that notable. Uh, and you know. Things go on the right in in classic Doctor Who. The rights for episodes and stories and monsters were kept within like the writers' like you know grasp their possession, mm. so they have the rights to it. And it's usually a good thing. Oh yeah, it's it's I I I like it for stuff like you know yeah comic have, book have, writers. Yeah, yeah, it, it's Morty, good. Uh, you're a big. Oh yeah, 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 Morty. No, Uh, it's it's good for the writers. Typically, um, you know, sometimes it's not so good for the fans, but it's you know, it it makes it so that the BBC can't just say, "All right, well, fuck you. We we've got our product now. Now we can just reuse it." So it's 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 a double edged sword. Um, but I I do like that it benefits the writers. Uh, so. The thing is, uh, Anthony Cur- Coburn has sadly passed away, and the rights to his first ev- the the first story of Doctor Who have transferred to Steph Coburn. Steph Anthony Coburn. Yes, and he he is. Um... You can Sorry, say just... it. You can well, just no, say it. No, no, I'm 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 trying to like. I'm, I'm building up. So he okay. he is uh he canceled the license for the BBC to use the episode, and he's also been fighting the uh, the BBC's use of the word TARDIS because he claims that his father came up with it, and therefore it's it's within his rights now. Ugh. Uh oh, go ahead. I said ugh, just yeah. Huh, huh. So. His dad died in the 70s, and he's been kind of on this thing, uh, funnily enough, only in the anniversary years of Doctor Who, which I think is very interesting. Yeah, uh, he, uh. he raised up a bit of a stink in the uh, in 2013 on the 50th anniversary, but no, no one really paid attention to him. But now there's a bit more attention because he's blocked it. He's blocked the first episode from being aired on iPlayer, which is how most Brits view Doctor Who. 
Right. So he says, quote, I didn't start this now, colon, A, period. <laughs> I canceled the license as soon as I could, capital, after inheriting. B, period. Paying no attention to such matters. I've only been aware of BritBox in the last few days, and I had no no idea until they contacted that the BBC wanted to release the tribe in any specific formats. So he's 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 upset for some reason. We'll we'll get to why later. <laughs> some reason, yeah. So mm. he's getting called out for hit for it, and he he replies to somebody saying, uh, I made the BBC a, my lawyer says, solid offer, which they turned down. Are you suggesting I should have surrendered without a fight to the predatory corporation that killed my father at 49, having mm. without his explicit permission registered his IP as their trademark? Oh. I'm going to get into why that's stupid later. But first of all, this man thinks that the BBC killed his father. Cool. Or worked him to death, I guess, maybe. Uh, yeah, but he like he he passed away while he was working on something for them, and he didn't get to finish it. Mm. And it was like the first thing he had been working on for them in a while. Uh, I see. So just who Probably is this Steph? Him. Yeah. So just who is this Steph Anthony Coburn? Uh, well, first of all, <laughs> uh, in uh, earlier this year in April. He replied to a tweet, which I will read off as soon as I copy the link to his reply, because the thing is in the way. Okay. Uh, ready to meet the de next Doctor Who and a character from the next series? Will you be what? Oh. Sorry, my brain scrambled. Meet the next Doctor Who and a character in the next series. Will you be watching? And he shows a picture of Shutigatwa, who is the 15th Doctor, and Jinx Monsoon. Uh, who is playing a character in, you know, the 15th Doctor series coming in mm. like 2024. And Steph Coburn says, The ashes of my father, Doctor Who co-creator and TARDIS originator Anthony Coburn, are now oscillating at light speed in his urn in outrage mm. at what generations of progressively more corrupted BBC filth has done to his creation. Had he known, he'd have turned down the job. For some reason, I'm enjoying that turn down is hyphenated. Yeah. I, I don't... That's... Um, okay. So... But, but Tristan, whatever in the world could possibly make Steph Anthony Coburn feel this way? Oh, well, geez. Maybe maybe it's because Shuti was a black man. And Jinx Monsoon <laughs> and is Jinx... a drag queen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So they're... <laughs> He he's he's upset at that. He's he's mad because black man and, and drag queen. Right, right. And he he really goes to like uh, weird lengths to defend it because he also claims that he doesn't have any objections to Shutigatwa assuming the role, but he always he never liked the regeneration concept, which. That's that's the whole reason the show's still around now. We can't just keep finding people who look like William Hartnell. Yeah. I mean, you probably could, but it would get boring pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> this 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 is just sad and hilarious to me because 
the man is arguing so much with the BBC for like three separate reasons and two of them directly like they're they're directly opposed. So the yeah. first, he's upset that it's woke. He also thinks that they killed his father, but of course, you know, the the price is also too low. You know, if the price were right, maybe I'd, you know, so it's it's all just man it's upsetting doctor yeah. who is an adventure in time and space not an adventure in sex and race don't you know tristan i should have known should have known i don't know haven't they ever seen the 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 the, the tv movie Oh God! Oh, don't remind me! Oh my God! I, I forgot about Eric right Roberts is Zombie Master. I love that guy. I, I, mean, I love dude, him. He's a, he's a fuck silly bitch. Ladies and gentlemen, at some point in November, we're going to be doing an entire discussion about yeah. Doctor Who bullshit. So, at the very least, fan. at the very least, with all four of us. Yeah, there is a potential for more. Yeah, yes. oh, yes. maybe. It all depends on other people. So um, a, a funny final footnote to this. Mm -hmm. uh, so Ian Levine is a Doctor Who fan who is uh, a bit embarrassing. He's like, he, he, he nitpicks all of the like animations of missing episodes because there aren't exactly as he remembers them. Uh, he also wrote Doctor in Distress, so he's the worst thing imaginable for everyone. Uh, by, by the way, what exactly is Doctor in Distress? What is that? Oh, you don't know. Oh, well, it sounds familiar. So, um, in 86, I believe? Um, Doctor in Distress was six... No, it was 85. 85. Yeah, in, in, in 85, um, there was a threat that the BBC were going to cancel the show because they put it on, like, a hiatus or something. And so, Ian Levine decided we're gonna we're gonna do we are the world again except this time it's for doctor who yeah and he, he 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 wrote this awful song and had like a bunch of singers oh, was notable that people. the one that had it had fucking the mood some of the moody blues in it i remember it, it had mapianko and it had half of the moody blues Ooh, that yeah. sucks that's 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 bad for them yeah but uh yeah so they they got um they got colin baker and i believe nicola bryant to sing on it they also oh, got man. warren can from ultravox i think the uh oh, wow the drummer from ultravox famed canadian um interesting well, Nicola Bryan, of course, being American as well. Doctor Who is a joint Canadian production, after it all. It is, actually. That's true. Yes. yes. Sydney, Which is... Uh, oh my god, what's his name? Sydney, Sydney Newman. Yeah, Sydney, Sydney Newman. Newman, that's it, yeah. He was Canadian. from Toronto, I think? Uh, he's from... Somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah, he's from Toronto. One yeah. of those fucking places in this stupid country. <laughs> it's not that but, but yeah, um... <laughs> That 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 actually uh, puts another nail in the uh, in the theory of uh, Mister Mister Anthony Coburn being like the owner of the Doctor Who IP because it was it was originated from Sidney Newman and then expanded on by Anthony Coburn, 
uh, Verity Lambert, Oris Hussein, and a whole bunch of other people. Yeah, I was going to say Verity Lambert was like insanely yeah. important to the creation of Doctor Who. Uh, same with Hussein. Yeah, um, so speaking of Elon Levine, uh, he recently tweeted, I just spoke to Oris Hussein, who directed, this, is, this was on the 15th, like a, a day or two after Anthony Coburn was mad on Twitter. Uh, I just spoke to Waris Hussein, who directed An Unearthly Child. He knows nothing about this, and he is absolutely up in arms at what Steph Coburn is trying to do and confirmed that Verity invented the word TARDIS. Hmm. I think that was even shown in the... Um, the docudrama. In the docudrama, yeah. That, that bit which was by presented the, within the docudrama. Which, Great, by the way, everybody should go watch. An Adventure in Space and Time. It's excellent. If you're even it, like remotely... Interested Very. in Doctor Who? It's great. This uh, this Steph Coburn guy reminds me a lot of like a Mike Love individual. It yeah, was like well, except Mike Love was kind of actually part of the Beach Boys. This yeah. is a guy who's just like again, he inherited the issues. Yeah. yeah. By the way, he didn't like his father. Like his father didn't raise him well. Right. Well, his so, father was killed by the BBC. So how oh yeah, well could of he have raised him? Uh, he he also one claims to have witnessed his father writing like you know cr- coming up with the word TARDIS, and also simultaneously cites a book that says that Anthony Coburn was alone in his study when he wrote it. So all, all in all, just inconsistent. It, it just seems like he's after money for the most part. And, Absolutely, yeah. And and yeah. you know anti woke stuff. Yeah, a little it, bit of It's all a big. It's all a big personal politics thing where he's trying to keep his like image of what his father created the way yeah. he wants it. Um, well, the thing is, the anti woke stuff is probably part of the money stuff. He's maybe oh, trying to find yeah. some sympathy with cer- a certain crowd. Yeah, he isn't getting any though. No, nobody's coming to his defense. Yeah, because Doctor Who fans. Believe it or not, <laughs> Doctor Who fans really aren't that much anti-woke. <laughs> Believe it or uh, not, guys. <laughs> Believe it or not, the series that famously features a character who has for decades not cared about anyone's identity, really. <laughs> yeah, also, uh, in in the series that they like, it, it, during, you know, Stephen Moffat and RTD's time, has been like anti-authoritarian, anti-all that shit, and featured many, you know, many, many stories tackling subject matter that would be considered, I guess, woke. Even back in, even back in the sixties. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen anybody else willing to talk about the blowjob stone demographic. That's true. Yeah, uh, Love and Monsters really God. did, you know, open the door. Love um, and Monsters I don't know. is so good. We're, we're gonna have to talk about that. We are. <laughs> we do. It's, I don't know. I never understand people who are like this with Doctor Who when Capaldi's Doctor literally at one point just talks about the Master and is like, ah, you know, he was like, you know, my my man crush. If he was even a man, he might have been a woman. I might have well, just had to work on it. Stuff like that, you know. To be fair in that was, regard. Uh, P- Peter Capaldi, who, by the way, is the best Doctor. Don't at me. Exactly. Yes, 100%. Sure. To, to, to be fair in that regard, that is like a more recent thing. But there are things that you can say, like even the weird anti-Margaret Thatcher episode in Sylvester McCoy's Happiness Patrol is so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Is but, that but a good I mean one? Is, I remember hearing yeah, that was pretty bad. See, pe- people look fun. 
Yeah, people look down on it because it has a silly looking villain. That's uh, it. I see. Um, no, man. but like my, what I was going to say is like it's a series where the character can say that and you just go. Yeah, yeah I mean, that makes sense. That character would say that. Yeah, that I makes sense. Basically. I don't know. Don't get it. People are stupid. Yeah. I don't know. I was, uh, you know, it's uh, it's always interesting to see people complain about things like that, especially. Yeah. Doctor Who. It's like the pronouns guy going off about something that's. It's a fairly... Fucking pronouns. Fucking gender ambiguity. Oh my god. Yeah, we've had some we've had some good times talking about him. Oh. I mean, I he's actually... He may have thoughts on Doctor Who. Yeah, we should that's get true. him we on. Sh- yeah, we, we should, should get him on for the Doctor Who please. episode. Nah, I've had that's, that's... We'll just bring him on exclusively to talk about Jodie Whittaker, and then then he can leave. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring him in for ten minutes. Just give tell tell us your thoughts on Jodie Whittaker. Oh, it's woke! It's woke! They made the Doctor a woman. They they did all of that, and you know, the companions weren't mixed race before. Stuff like that. Stupid <laughs> shit. Stupid false shit. Yeah, I um, actually just saw a pretty good video. I forget who made it, but it was somebody talking about a situation with the channel Nerdrotic, who's one of those oh, people. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I know, Nerdrotic. Yeah, and he, he had a review thing talking about the um, uh, Blue Beetle movie, uh, where he said the, the title of it was Let's Taco About Blue Beetle, because it's about Mexican uh... people. And then they had like a, they had like a, a a podcast thing that they do with uh, pronouns guy on it, and they were just for like three hours just shrieking about this this movie and like getting a lot of things wrong and calling it racist because it said because of this white panel of people saying that it was racist against Mexican people, all this very bizarre stuff, and apparently there was actually a fan of them who was Mexican, who was like, yeah, I don't know why they didn't invite me on. I wanted to shed some light on this. And, yeah. There, yeah, gee, I like, wonder. It's, this is such a funny situation where, like, South Park, the newest South Park episode, directly insults these people and their obsession nice. with, like, hyperfixating on these things. No, no, it's on their side. It, it but people are acting on. like it's, 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 it's South Park slamming the stupid wokes, which is like, <laughs> yeah, partially, but they're also making fun of you for caring so much. True. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet, but I, uh, I, I, I've seen some people coming out in defense of it, yeah. Oh, I have, I've got one last thing. I have one last thing, but I want to say it last, last, like okay. right before we stop. So Bane, you go then. All right. So uh, there is a new shooter called the Finals, and um, oh, Bane, I knew you were going to mention this. Yeah. So it, it it has AI voice acting to where I yeah I I rightfully uh... tweeted, and after having played it, my my tweet stands up. We lost hyenas for this fucking game. I saw this Bane. Yeah. I'm saying this with all the love in the world. I saw this game and I saw gameplay of it and thought, oh, this is a Bane game. Yeah. Here's the thing. I've I've tried it. I've played two matches of both its modes. No. This game sucks. Yeah, just play CS2 or something. Just play Crime City Rock. The destruction tech is the coolest part of it and it feels so wimpy. 
Yeah, play play Red Faction in that case. I, I still just wish I I wish for a first person shooter that had the destruction that Bad Company Two had. It was on three fucking sixty. Come on. Yeah. It has been thirteen years. I'm craving it. Developers, give me something. That's all I got. Well, yeah, you'd think on the PS5 we'd get something like that now. You'd think. There is teardown. True, teardown's finally coming. Teardown is but... based. But man, I like teardown. Same thing with Titanfall Three. We've been yearning for this for years. But nah, we got a we got AI no, voice game. 3, Fuck you. Titanfall Three is not happening. Titanfall Three is going to continue to be teased to get people to keep playing Apex. Oh, I know. I, I be- wouldn't doubt it. Believe me, I know. At the very least, we did get the servers fixed and. It's constantly been on sale for about two bucks. So, if you're hearing this, outside of going to our Patreon and going to our sponsor, Cushy Dreams, go buy a copy of Titanfall 2. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, they're not paying us, but also yeah. just do it. It's, it's go watch, uh, go go stream One Piece Netflix, also. Yes, yes that too. Yes. That, go did, go, did, go, did, did go play Voices of the Void. We could oh, get yeah, it got... confirmed for Season 3. Stream One Piece Netflix. Come on. Yeah. It's only it's only seen, seen like what eight hundred million hours now. It needs more. Yeah. Go on, more. To tell you what, I'll also go watch um go watch Twisted Metal so we can actually get a season two of that. That's my sorry, Bane. That's cringe. Fuck you. I liked it. I did too. Yeah, I thought. All it was right. Funny. All right. Um, so uh, <laughs> yeah. With, with that, um, Tristan, what do you want to end us off on? Uh, so so Hassan Hassan has been covering the uh. The the big current world event that's happening. Yes, mm. and the uh, bad one. Yeah, the the, the really bad one. Mm. And uh, Heffels, <laughs> Heffels was responding to it, and she got so angry at him that she had to take a slur break, where she calmed down for ten minutes so she didn't say a slur live on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, wow! Oh my God, it's Aaron. Look, it, it's it, Aaron it, Hansen trying to drive his friend to the airport and having to pause on the way home and say <laughs> and shout the n-word. I mean, you know who who hasn't needed to take a fifteen minute slur break? You know, I gotta say, me, I haven't, I haven't, I, I, I don't. That's, that's I, I usually just true. say the slurs. It's it's fine. I've never I've never been compelled to say a slur. Well, I gotta say, I've never had to take a break between slurs. That's the image I thought of when you said that, Tristan. <laughs> it's uh, it's Goku about to get racist. Someone someone quote tweeted with that image too. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, let me pull it up. What did someone actually? Joker's yeah. in the gamer chair. What what slurs is he gonna say? <laughs> Leave them in the comments, ladies and gentlemen. Do do not do not. Oh sweet, I can just link directly to the quotes. That's nice. It's the yeah. first one. <laughs> This doesn't look good for Keffels, though. I mean, she she has to realize, like, yeah. I've no, never, I can't imagine it would look good for her. Needed to take a slur break. Yeah. Uh, so that that's all I got. <laughs> Why would she even I, say that? Jesus Christ! I don't know. What's she gonna call him? That's a real question. It's like, well, I mean, he's Middle Eastern, so probably one of those. Uh, he's Turkish, I think. 
Yeah, or just an all-purpose one like the uh, the good old F slur, you know, like yeah, yeah. true. It, it doesn't is need kind of to make shot, sense. It is a shotgun slur, you know. <laughs> yes. Various spread. Well, uh, yeah. With that, I I don't have anything else. So. No, I'm good. Yeah, th thank you for watching. Uh, thank you for watching slash listening to episode twenty three of the Loud Equals Funny podcast. Yeah. we're gonna go take a slur break for about a week. I gotta go. Sh I gotta go shut Serenity now out my window real quick. Yeah, we actually we we, we gotta we gotta record part two of that, don't yeah. we? We gotta we're yeah. probably record part. Gabe, you wanna do part two of Silent Hill two? Maybe not. Maybe not. Well, yeah, okay. we'll, we'll be talking about Silent Hill three and four, and the worst ones after that. Yeah, the bad ones. Oh, nice. Now, yeah, that'll be that'll basically just just be us saying, "Hey, this one's bad." Should we do uh, that next game? Do uh, this one's bad. Thirty first, because if we do it tomorrow, I can edit it enough to get it out. And t like, I'm putting the first part out tomorrow publicly. So yeah, we'll, I we'll, we'll, we'll I prefer tomorrow. After. We'll talk about that after recording. But with yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, Episode 22 is uh, in the can, folks. Again, go to our Patreon, yeah. go to our uh, YouTube. We did, I should read out our Patreon members real quick, but we did get a third yes. one. Ah, oh, three! Woo! Yeah, let me nice. Welcome. pull it up here. Audience. Uh, all right, so we got uh, Kate, we got Alan Sampson, and we got the new one, Harry Aldrich Jr. Thank you, Harry Jr. Well, hello, Harry Connick Jr. Welcome. Yes. Uh, again, $5 gets you access to everything. Currently, we'll be expanding that. But for right now, it gets you everything, including early access, ad-free, which uh, will ha probably won't happen on this next one because I'm just going to upload it. Uh, and 10% oh. off the merch store. But again, 10% off the merch store is pretty good. Yeah, and check out check out the merch store. Um, we have... Uh, Bane, if you want to put up some new designs, I still have the ones that we didn't get to put up last oh, time. Shit. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but yeah, we, we have a holiday themed one. And, uh, yes. yes, we have a cool Halloween themed. It's It's yeah. got bats on it. We, we probably Yeah, I'm a big fan of that one. Too, I think. And we're going to get around to doing the uh, desk mass at some point too. Yes. Yeah, we, we have one up. We have a, uh, oh geez, how many do I have uh, we got in, in like, the backlog? Yeah uh yeah like 15 or 16 <laughs> oh man they're all different colors of the rainbow so if you want purplish then you got purplish yeah all right well i guess that'll be it all right yeah penis penis, penis. <laughs>